welcome folks to the latest episode of Pubcast. Uh, uh, as always, I'm Wayne. I'm Kim, I got my buckle fat removed. <laughs> I'm uh, Darren, and a beard. <laughs> I'm Jill. I'm actually, D- Darren, we only saw each other like... A couple of weeks ago, playing D and D. Your bitch has grown exponentially. Not... Which way they watch this, so, they might go, "What the hell?" Da- by, but like, you yes, didn't. This is over. Why is Santi? Well, hang on a second. We saw each other like about two weeks ago, and two you, weeks ago, you didn't have that beard. Yes, I did. It's an optical illusion. I have. I oh, will have to run let's the go, footage. Let's my run friend. the VT. We're gonna <laughs> run. Let's let's run the VT now, and I'll cut it in. So let's run the VT. <laughs> let's cut to see okay. if if Bar- Darren had the beard, and they're gonna look it up on YouTube just to be on the same side. And let's see. Great big bushy beard. Roll it there, Roshin. <laughs> so, uh, bam. <laughs> I don't know how much growth I've had in the last two weeks. But what? it was there. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, no, it, was, it is. So it was there. Uh, maybe it's just so looking at the fo- footage here. It maybe, was there, maybe it's it newly washed and conditioned. Maybe it definitely well, is there. Well, you gotta remember. Usually, usually when uh, I've been partying the night before, I do like you know. I had a discussion with someone in work today. She's like, "Oh, get rid of that beard. Beards are ming at ming, and they're covered with snot and dirt." And I instantly replied. Well, who have you been kissing? Because most people clean their beards yeah. constantly to make sure. I, I have a and, like, full I went collection into a full of... description on how if they've got a bit of stubble, you're going to get beard rash. But if they get to this, they shouldn't. It should be like Listen, falling so... asleep on a pillow if it's done well. Listen, but so... uh, yeah, if, if you haven't told me, we were a bit... well, I was a very, a bit rough. I was very rough when we did <laughs> recording. So yes. Um, <clears throat> yes. So, how, many, how many days was your hangover, Darren? I think I got food poisoning, but yeah, we, I was better. Excuse me? I was, I was, no, not from you, from the crap I was. So, so before, before, before Kim, before Kim reaches through the internet and clubs Darren to death, bro, for anyone that doesn't know, so we recorded our latest episode of Sorcery and Shenanigans. We were in Kim's house and Kim very kindly looked after us, fed us for like an evening into the following day, into that evening of the following day. And fed she us, gave quite, us like three meals. Fed us quite well. Eat. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then so for Darren to say he got food poisoning, he, sleeps, it's basically like there. Kim poisoned him. So. No, no. But, but here's here's something. Speaking of That's the impossible, right? Yeah. When I was around about 18, right? Uh, and I was, you know, properly going out as a rocker. Uh, one of the lads in school invited us, all of us, all of us from Fibbers back to his gaff. And he had a spread of different types of drinks, everything under the sun. And me being that age, I consumed everything, not realizing. And I remember going to sleep on the, wearing black, going to sleep on the chair. Uh, but sorry, but before I fell asleep drunk, he fed us um, chili with those chili beans, the stuff that mm. you fed us, Kim, on, 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 on the Sunday. But anyway, I continued drinking and I fell asleep on the, on the chair, listened to Billy Connolly wearing black. I woke up in white, or should I say I woke up completely covered in sick because I had the worst hangover. I puked because I mixed everything you shouldn't. I was so frail, I puked on the car. I had to change my clothes. And on the way back, I had to... I. I got sick the orange juice I had. Now this is something. Oh, I could orange never juice. have that chili ever again. Juice. But when F- Kim fed us food, it was the same stuff. 
And my you had was going, I have to eat this. Where my other my other part of me was going, there. That's the same stuff you had. Remember in Connors where you got sick? Do you think you're going to get sick again? Because you're really rough today. In fact, aren't you fighting a hangover? I'm just like this, just going, shut up, just eat the food. You need, and that's how bad I was. But no, it wasn't. Your Why wouldn't you just admit to being hungover? Uh, no, you don't admit to being hungover. And also, it can't be food poisoning if none of us got sick. From yeah, we food. all ate it too. Food. Like that would be like, that would be all the booze that you put in your system the night before. Oh, I'm only having four cans. Yeah, How many shots did you have, Darren? Uh, I didn't think I had much, but when I checked that gift, had it, gift brando, it was five five that I bottle. counted. Half the bottle was gone. I yeah, think. Darren, and it was so. So to give well, her a stout, stout and amaretto. Yes. No, no, stout. Serrano. And I'm, oh, De Serrano. De Serrano. But That's it's still, still a cure. Yeah. <laughs> so to, to, like, yeah. Like, but yeah, I didn't I didn't recover until the Sunday. The next Sunday I was kind of feeling That's a full week. That's why I didn't go out for karaoke. That's a full I couldn't week. leave the bathroom. <laughs> Um, so just to oh, give Darren, everyone I... give everyone context yeah, on this, sorry, just to give everyone context on what happens, rather people wonder what the fuck we're rambling about. Because we went down to record, we went down the night before, and we had an evening of where we played the Star Trek VHS game, which where we all experienced. It was so much fun. We all we, experienced. Well, we, we played Shaggyk first. Shea, we did over yeah. dinner. Shea we did play Shaggyk. People were annoyed we didn't put up footage of yeah. the VHS game. But guys, I understand. I have a little bit, but it was really precious. Um, I was like, I was a bit hammered already. And I was like trying to like, because I was like someone at a gig, uh, trying to record every second of it because it was so fun and ridiculous. That actor killed himself doing that. So good. Uh, my face hurt by the end of that game because yeah. I was laughing. It was so, so hard. much crack. Um, and it was so the, good. And this was the night before we had to play like a four hour D&D &D yeah. game. So I texted my oh, husband the message i'm going to bed now i am a wise and clever person at 5 39 5 39 in the morning yeah i can't believe yeah 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 darren is it okay if i share with the listening public the thing oh. that shocked me the most about i'm kind of worried i'm like you know, i didn't have the fear the next day but now i'm kind of going no this oh. is i think this is a good thing okay. because i think all of yeah. us me kim and jill all experienced this and i think it's a good thing what she's about to say maybe i was <laughs> i was yeah, working out. Leave the room? no no i was working out where everyone was going to sleep so they could have the right amount of privacy and <clears> the right <throat> amount of comfort or whatever and i have a pullout bed that's king sized and i said i'm gonna put darren in there darren is a man mountain he is a fine specimen of a thing i know you can't tell oh, from this but he is you Thank know you. he's 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 a he's uh one of the descendants of the high kings for sure now yeah he gets up the next day and he tells me something that nearly knocked me onto the floor he sleeps in a single bed Oh yeah, but it's foam. It's like lovely. But yeah, single. Single. Yeah. I my room I, was too small for like for I, I suppose, I yeah. I yeah. have one, but I got rid of it because you wanted more room for activities. Yeah, for stuff. For yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was good. I, I I didn't say I didn't do what I wanted to say. As soon as I seen it, it was like and when I found out I wasn't sharing, I was like, I want to sleep that that way. Yeah. Like but I never <laughs> did it. I, I actually don't remember falling asleep 
I remember. No, I, I can't imagine you did. Waking up, going in, seeing the, the lovely breakfast fry that you did, taking two bites and going, I need a little bit more sleep. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. But yeah. but I just <laughs> couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that you didn't have this all the time as a necessity. But it fair was, play it was to you. It lovely and comfortable. But again, I ha- um, the single it one is- I have is, is a foam one and it's oh, it's real good for my back. So that's why I, I haven't that's good. been arsed getting but- anything else. Like I probably will soon like get a new one but i think that explains your high tolerance for pop culture as well you can obviously put up with a lot <laughs> i can't hear it <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I i honestly thought yeah kim was going to talk about how you blew us yeah, what away, are we going to talk about singstar abilities oh singstar but that's why we were up till fucking yeah, 5 30 so in the morning because yeah, after yeah. you know, oh, yeah, we, we went had for, an we went epic that, yeah. fucking sing There's session. no slouches here. There's no <laughs> slouches here. Yeah, I nearly killed myself. I nearly killed myself singing rock set. <laughs> I think that's the most it's... time I've ever said, let's go party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the that's... video didn't compliment me whatsoever, but the, if we could just have no. the video that, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, and, and we know that because the sound was traveling in the wrong direction, but you murdered so many of those songs. Like, you just killed it dead, Darren. I'm so I impressed. In a good away, way. In a good okay. way, not in a bad way. In a good way, yeah. In a good way. will never live again. No. Yeah. Um, no, I get it. I, it was fu- it was, I, I can't believe we we sang till half five. Like, that. that's... Oh, yeah. I woke up and kind of did the maths. So like, and we wanted well, to do more, it, but we had yeah. to face yeah. facts. We had to face facts that we had to run... We had to basically record a full D&D session the following day. And mm-hmm. I remember turning to Jill at one point and it was about half four. And we kind of yeah. looked at her and was like, it's half four. I was like, are you tired? Like, I am not tired. And I... No. I, and I'm not even that drunk. I just... No. But I know. And I was I'm, like... I'm having I, the best crack. Like. Yeah, but I'm like... I. I, I, I it's, not, it's all about it's all well and good having to play a game of D&D the next day yeah. I have to run a game of D&D the next day yeah exactly like, and he did all the AV setup and everything yeah but, uh, yeah but we got there we got there in the end but yeah if you're interested in seeing what it looks like for four nerds who are actually quite hung over to play a game of Dungeons and Dragons go check out the latest episode of Sourcing Shenanigans and also enter into the competition. We're actually uh, very surprised. It, it, we Thank you to our new, a lot of new subscribers recently. Um, following, uh, partially following, uh, I took, had to, this is, we'll, we'll kick into this little segue and then launch into, go into it now, all different things. So um, I've very luckily um, got asked by a company called AM Events who are a new event company that are starting up and have done a couple of events so far um, to ask to be one of the Dungeons and Masters for D&D in a castle. And it was taking place mm-hmm. in Charleville Castle mm-hmm. in Tullamore. And it was absolutely fantastic. Really, mm-hmm. really good. Um, uh, like the, 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 the Keith, who was uh, Keith and Liam were the lads in charge of it. Um, just a brilliant, brilliant event. Really well run, very well put together cracking bunch of people involved uh some great dms the dm had uh, dave gibson from uh, penny dragon games ben doherty the three lads from Heartfire tales as well uh were involved and it, it was just a solid event it was just so much fun and you could feel 
the happiness and the enjoyment in the room as we were all playing all the mm. different tables. That's, cool. That's what you want. Um, That's great. The event That's was cool. just top tier. Like the actual room itself, the area that was in the castle that was in, like the Travel Castle is a brilliant place. It was the it was the place where they used to have Castle Palooza. If anyone remembers yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and I posted up some photographs on social media of the actual event of the actual place, not the actual event itself. Um, because I was too busy running the game, it was like a one shot. Yeah. Like a fantastic bunch of players. They were all fantastic. Really, really got into the so, game. So Wayne, where did the players come from? How did they end up there? They, it's it's advertised online. There's a, a Facebook of Facebook groups. There's a, an advertisements on different web forums. They've got their own uh, Discord server, and um, a lot of the players that were there were players that had played before at the last event. So the first event they did was back in October of last year, and it was a Curse of Strad game. That they did. Okay. And it was a one shot. So they adapted Curse of Strad to run in the castle. And the castle was the setting. So it was like meant to be Strad's castle. And they took some of the oh. lore from the castle, the history of the castle, and wove it into the story of Strad. Um, and Keith gave me a really good, nice tour of the place. Well, I arrived down quite early on the morning. I was there from about half nine because uh, I got the train down from Dublin uh, early on the Sunday morning. It was literally the week after we'd done our game. Um, <clears throat> and I got the train down and they brought me in very welcoming group um, just, just basically were happy to have a new DM in with the, the current DMs that were there and the table that I got like I said brilliant bunch of players really enthusiastic really getting into the game and it was just a lot of fun so I would highly recommend anyone that's interested in get, even if you're just interested in getting into D&D uh, and you've never mm. played it before it doesn't matter um, they, they cater for all sorts and the games are so much fun and they're centred on just being a fun event and not being overly bogged down in you know being sticklers for everything it's it's just well it definitely wasn't at my table and I could from the looks of the other tables as well the effort that the DMs put in everyone was having a blast um, so do check it out if it, I will be posting up uh, when the next one is they're going to do one every couple of months and uh and I think, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out, definitely worth seeing. And even if you three want to go down and, and, and take part in any of it, like they, I was speaking to a couple of other DMs as well just to make them aware of it because they're more than happy to expand and have more people get involved, more people run games because they're out or they're, they have the castle to expand out into. And it is a, mm. a perfect venue for this event. Really, really good. I've seen so. the pictures that you put up and it really does like having D&D in a castle, like, like that castle was just i can already think of how much uh, a good time myself going down as a player would have been yeah. there but uh, I've, I've been aware of the last one and this one but it just uh my my um schedule if i have a schedule i just couldn't go but the next one I'm, i've got a, a few friends that play dnd one who just recently experienced his his first ever playing dnd at a con and he loved it like and i say I, i've been <coughs> slowly trying to say like well maybe we can get a few heads and go down so um uh he he, he like kind of like he were uh shift work so it's very hard to kind of to, to kind of pin uh, pin stuff down but the, the next one's looking like uh we might go when, when they say what it's on but anyway it looked it looked really cool in your pictures and i say like especially that model you put up um oh that would have as a player fighting that would have just well i mean awesome. uh, that's a shout out to dublin city comics for that one our fantastic sponsors because uh what happened was i was looking the whole premise of the one shot I was running it was ba it was on the weekend of St Bridget's Bank Holiday here in Dublin or in Ireland sorry in Ireland and um and it was about St Bridget and the passing of spring passing of winter into spring and the kind of the idea behind it was that St Bridget couldn't there was something blocking her from be, 
for bringing spring into existence. And in some forms of the game, it was a, a an old hag or a witch. And in some forms of the game, depending on what the DM was, they chose to have a shape-shifting hag that turned into another beast. I chose that it would be a white, uh, an ancient white dragon. And I was looking for an ancient white Ooh. dragon figurine for about two weeks. Couldn't find one. Couldn't get one delivered online quick enough to get here for the event. So just by happenstance i was in dublin city Comics picking up my standing order and i sat at the dock i says by any chance you have anything like a white dragon and he was like actually i do and he went into the back mm. and he pulled out this mcfarlane white dragon figure Ooh, um so mcfarlane nice. toys this is these are words like some sort of magician like, yeah, just out of the ether <laughs> but it was it was actually fair, it was like himself and des were there and they were like go in and have a chat and they went in and they pulled it out and it was like it only cost me 30 quid and it's, it's a brilliant nice. uh, beautiful wow. looking figure and it just so happened to have a little female wizard robed wizard figure took on the base of it as well and mm. it fit perfectly into what i needed and it looked fantastic on the table as well so yeah it was it was good fun and speaking of figures, for our next sourcing shenanigans session, our minifigs for all of your characters have arrived from Hero Forge. So we have them for our map and table for our next session. So that I will be bringing them with me. I did send you a picture. Really looks gorgeous. Unfortunately, that was as close to as, as, as a dude to Baxi that I could, like, you know, I couldn't get him any more lied. He does yeah, look yeah, a bit. Yeah. It looks yeah. like he's definitely been strumming and well, getting know, the gains. So giving it the the Danzig. Yeah, uh, full on. Look. Yeah, full on. <laughs> Danzig arms. Yeah, um, but uh, no, it's uh, we went on to Hero Forge and we decided to make up little mini figs of They're each fab. of them. They are so yeah. So, yeah, they look amazing. They look cool. Yeah, crossbow, um, just a crop. Uh, cro yeah, crossbow. It is a crossbow. cross crossbow. Lopan has a crossbow and a blade yeah. um, because I thought like you know rogue. Um, but uh, no. Dagger eventually, I think. Yeah, we have them. We have them for our next game, so they will be on our little mini map when, uh, if if any combat arises. So, um, yeah, that was that was the D and D event that I I very happily took part in, and will take part in again, hopefully, um, whenever the next one rolls around. So definitely check them out, folks. Am Am events or D and D era events on Instagram. So it's D and D underscore era underscore events you'll find them on instagram they follow irish pubcast and we follow them so if you're if you do follow us on instagram you'll find them yep. as well um but yeah how's everyone else been since the, the last time we sat down in person and got to play D? &D? how you all doing good 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 i am um, i uh felt uh, i got to travel back in time without a tardis because recently oh god how quickly did it, did it come out last week dead space came out yes and i love i spent my well, Resident Evil spent a lot of my youth playing that and all the other games. And then Dead Space seems to be my favorite game because it's my genre, horror in space, you know? And uh, I I became really, really good with that game. So much so that I back in the day, like when it first came out, I had this one achievement called the one gun. Whereas you, use the, you only use the first gun you find. You don't use any other ones. And you try to beat the game with it. And I did. And I was chuffed. And it was very difficult. Because uh, there's certain creatures that you have to have good aim. Uh, but I managed to do it. So when Dead Space came along and I was sitting there and I was about to start playing it, I'm like, all right, Darren, <clears throat> you're older now. Do you think your reflexes are still good? I talk to myself, you know, like every now and then, as we all do. Was but, it uh, a remake? That... Darren, was it a remake or a re-release? It's a re... No, it's... Here's the thing. It's, it's meant to be just a re-release, but a lot of the 
uh, and I'll go into this in a sec. A lot of the without spoilers, a lot of the graphics got upgraded so much so oh, for a new for a new for, for, console. For, for PlayStation Five. Unfortunately, it's the reason why I jumped. You can't get it on PlayStation Four, and okay. I can understand that by the rate it it loads. Uh, right, right, to the, right, right. The other, it's it's a uh, it's brother that came out just recently, which is the something protocol. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, one. we're talking Callisto, about this. The yeah, Callisto yeah. Protocol. The Callisto Protocol. Callisto I protocol. had to stop halfway through uh, because it, it took so long to load. A lot of these games, you have to get used to the controls and muscle memory, and that's how you get past the monster. But it was loading so quick, uh, so slow on that, I had to give it up. But before Dead Space came out, I tried to finish it and cleared it like that because loading was so quick. I got used to the controls. But anyway. Right. You didn't have a cool down every time it was changing. Oh, it's like okay. a couple of seconds on the PlayStation 5, but literally two to three minutes, which it, when you're not used to it can take a while. But anyway, I, I, I finished that and finally went back to Dead Space and it, it's as good as it was. But again, my, my for me, uh, like... Uh, my worry was that my reflexes wouldn't be as good because you get older kind of thinking it. And it, they, they, sorry, to answer your question, Kim, they redid the game from the ground. St same storyline, same like everything, like where it's meant to happen. You kind of like kind of ish remember, but the graphics are way better. The monsters are a little bit more intelligenter. They appear new places. They had a unisex toilets, which was pretty awesome in it, which was, <laughs> was it was the guys and girls. So I thought that was really cool. Ali McBeal's um, face. Yeah, but it, it was, there was, there's this, one of the things I loved is back in the day, you knew why to do it. There's a tram system to get you from one part of the ship to the other. And that's to trick you into standing there while it loads. But in this, it actually oh. felt like you were on a tram and it took a couple of seconds. It didn't take the loading time that we're used to. But yeah, the, the, the it was beautiful. Like the, there's this one scene in the game, right? This is how I know it was where you... You have to go to another ship. I won't go into it because I don't want to spoil okay. it for people that never played it. And I remember back in the day that what it looked like is if you got one map and you just crudely jammed the other map onto it, right? Okay. You know, or like that that's what it looked like. It it just didn't look like it was a ship there. Whereas in this, I got to it and I actually stopped and I had a wow. And I looked around and you oh. could still see the stars. You like it felt exactly where it was. Wow. This they have put their work into this, and there's, there's another scene where you have to go outside the ship, and I remember it being kind of like I felt like it was in a sandbox, but with the remake, you have this jetpack on your back, and you can go whatever. The monsters still come at you, and you still have when you go into space in a vacuum, you're relying on your your oxygen of your suit, and you have this little timer, and if you don't upgrade it, you 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 can you you get really nervous because the monsters come at you. But I again I remembered everything I I did in the first one so when i came to this i knew what to do but so the game is brilliant i recommend if anyone wants to to get or like kind of like oh it's probably going to be a waste it isn't now it's still pretty cheap i don't think it's worth the money you have to pay but luckily me and my brother have a thing with the playstations that we we can go halves on it but i wouldn't pay the the price they're 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 saying i'd wait until what is it 80 quid or something yeah but uh, it, it, yeah. like I'm always, I'm still old school. I still think forty euros enough. And because me, and, when my brother buys a game, I get access to it. So we always just go here. Listen, I'll throw you forty, and we'll go halves. So that way, I'm right. still technically paying the my brain price for what I what I think games should be worth. But uh, uh, so it's definitely if if you can wait, wait until it goes down in price. Get the Callisto Protocol because that's probably that's probably it's not as good as Dead Space, and it's probably yeah. gonna be real cheap. It's really easy to finish if if you're on PlayStation Five. So that'll keep you going. But yeah, it was it was brilliant. Uh, one of the achievements, sorry, where I started this rant, and I'll finish with this, is that uh, 
the one gun is still in this PlayStation 5 version. You have to. Now, you get loads of cool guns. And, uh, like, one of the guns is you fire off a blade. The, the thing with the, the necromorphs is in order to kill them, you have to hack off the limbs. If you just shoot at the body, it's family the last ages. So it's all about... And, yeah. and it's very gory. But it's not as gory as other... Like, the Callisto Protocol was probably more gory because at the beginning you couldn't actually uh, press X to kind of quicken the, the death scenes, whereas in, in, in this they're not as good. But anyway, yeah, to kill the, the necromorphs, you have to chop off the limbs. So it's all about that, like, focusing your gun and shooting the limbs off or shooting right. the legs so they fall and then the legs and then stamping on them. But um, <laughs> so you've got this variety of, of loads of guns. You've got a submachine gun, but the one gun you get at the very beginning uh, is the slicer, I think, or something like that. It's the laser cutter. It's the cutter. Laser cutter. Yeah. Thank you very much, yeah. good sir. Uh, and the only thing that does is it goes from the the sighting is like this to like this. That's all it does. Uh, but it's it's like you know where you're going to shoot, but it's extremely <laughs> difficult with aiming. And the goal is to finish the game with that. It's oh. like 10 hours, 12 chapters. The monsters are seriously harder than they were. I had to attempt the main bad guy, the end of the level thing, twice. Whereas the first time with ease and I got it, you know, the way when in a game, you know, when you're just about to die, it's like, literally, if I don't get yeah. this gone, yeah. I had that. I literally had like five seconds and it was all up to me pulling the trigger and I'm like, right. And I just got it. And I managed to get the last thing and defeat the monster, but it, it has everything. It's, it's, it's scary. It has that horrible music. It, like when the monster is about to appear, it has the horrible music when the monster's not about to appear. Oh it's no. Fuck with you in this. Every now and then, like they, they can come from the ceiling through vents. They're in the vents. All vest monsters are in the vents. They can come out of the vents to the side. They're coming out of the walls, man. Yeah. They're coming out of the walls. Game over. You you even like sometimes right. you'll hear That's a noise it. thinking the alien's about to come out and just the fan explodes because it's an old ship. It's the USG Ishimura is what you're on. It's a planet cracker. It's not even a, a colony ship. It's a planet cracker. They go to planets and they stop the planet from cracking from... <laughs> crumbling I just have this ship shape with the front of a shape like Robbie Coltrane's face it's just it was him all along I thought about Nibbler's planet on Futurama oh yeah but but I got the achievement I'm not as old as I think um I recommend it for everybody the story simple you got you get this uh you're on a rescue mission to find out what's happening to the USG Ishimura uh when you go there Bad shit happens from straight out the gate. You, then you start trying to survive uh, from the necromorphs and uh, try to get off the ship. Uh, I recommend it. You know, Very good. I, I might, I'm actually about to, well, I'm going to give it a bit and then I'm going to go back and play it on, I think it's hard. Or, but it used to be impossible, I think, but now it's just called hard. Which Okay. And that's the top level, Darren, is it? I think there's one more where you only get one shot at it and if you die, everything gets deleted. And the thing about me is I... I never have with the game. I don't always heal myself up the full. I'm more of a right. Fuck it. If I get hurt, I get hurt. Or if I die, I die. But I'll have to. If I go back to do it, I'll have to change the way I play to always making sure that's up up the front. And the game one last. The game has this thing where sometimes it will just surprise you. You'll come into a room that you've been in before, and next of all, around the corner come five or six scribblies, and you're you're going to die. But then when you reload it, when you 
because like it's it's killed me a few times. When you go in again, it's not there. It's it, they're they're going to get you oh. else. So Ooh, it's it's have this kind of like you're not going to yeah. So I just turn the corner, shoot him, then shoot that. You're kind of turning the corner again. But the monster was here, but no, he's not fucking where. And you're oh, learning into yeah. a false sense yeah. of security. Yeah. Oh, That's I, I think I think a lot of modern video games have learned from themselves and from offshoots of them. Obviously, Dead Space. It's funny actually. It, Dead Space obviously is a huge nod to Alien. Um, yeah. Because the sh- uh, like a, in the million and one Alien references throughout the Alien and Aliens references throughout the entire game. Mm-hmm. But mm. then Alien Isolation came out and, and basically showed horror games how to do it all over again. And then you yeah. had remakes and you had v- sequels to Dead Space that came out and they kind of went, oh, let's take some oh. of that and kind of tie it in. And that game mechanic was in Alien Isolation. Where you'd you'd walk into a room and the alien will just be fucking there and then you die and then you reload and then you went to the same room and it's not there. So yeah, it's, it's just the the AI like... in the game kind of knows it's fucking with you and it's it's that's kind of cool though. Yeah, like it's it's it is. it's art imitating art imitating and you know it's but just in a, it's in a good really way. Cool. Like I still yeah. remember the first time the alien got me in Alien Isolations. Like it was like you know where you're like okay the exit's just there. I know the alien somewhere, but I can run. I can make it. And I was, that was, and I was like, fuck it, I'll run and I'll make it. And I ran up and I started opening the door and the alien came down and got me. Yeah. It's like, fuck. It's All one of the, yeah, Alien Isolation is one of the greatest intros of, an, of a xenomorph in any alien piece of media. The way it actually, mm. if the first time you see it, when you're playing it, you're, you're on edge at the, at the, like when it happens and then the alien appears and you're like, oh, fuck. Because your character is hot, your character's hiding under a table, and she's just peeking, and you're just getting glimpses of the oh, tail, man. and you're just getting, oh, gli- and, no. it's, and you just see, it, and it's the way, yeah. it, and it's it's got that salad fingers thing where it's like it walks <laughs> like this, yeah. and it's like it's just it's fun- like uh, Mr. Burns esque, but it's like right. Uh, there was there was spoons. also rumors which I never actually got to check, but you know the way there's a built-in mic in the actual old PlayStation. Yeah, board? no, it hears you. Yeah, it hears yeah, you. And if you're, you're so if you're hiding, and also if you're if you have a headset. If you if you play with a headset on and you've yeah, got yeah. the microphone on the headset right next to you and you're like, <sighs> yeah. If you're like a mouth breather, like a lot of gamers are, it, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's the aliens like. Oh shit! No, I couldn't help with that. Really cool. It's really really cool. Um, oh my god. Yeah, no, Alien Isolation rewrote a lot of gaming and uh, survival horror stuff, and then other games that came before it that then had sequels after it. Kind of were like, we'll have that idea. Thank you, and they. But yeah, um, I was listening to a politics comedy podcast earlier this week and Ron Perlman randomly appeared on it. And it was a very funny segment. He wasn't doing anything political, although he kind of right. was. He was he was reading bitches anyway. Um, Ron Perlman. I love yeah, it. he's so funny and he doesn't give a fuck what he says about anyone. It was so funny, but he comes from a good place, which is why he can. Yeah. Uh, yeah wait, wait. But the host the comedian John Lovett, not the comedian John Lovett's, John Lovett asked him, <laughs> was that in Alien Resurrection, was the half Ripley, half alien room, was it real or was it computer generated? He says, no, that was practical. And he goes, was it, was it really scary? Did it frighten you? Was it, re-? and, and Ron Perlman was like, no, man, that was funny. This shit was funny. There was an elbow in his neck, man. And it was like, and 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 John Lovett was like, can't relate. I'm still afraid of it. <laughs> Ron Perlman was like, no, it's funny. It's funny. Right. Ron, yeah. Ron Perlman's stories about Alien Resurrection are 
next level brilliant. Like the he broke character in that film. When you watch Which the scene, bit? the bit where Sigourney Weaver does the over the over the shoulder throw of the, ba- the basketball, and it goes yeah. in mm-hmm. first try. It goes in like she yeah. did that mm-hmm. shot. There's a mm-hmm. moment that they have a wide shot, and you see Ron Perlman's character, and he breaks character for a second. He just like you see him actually <laughs> react to her actually getting the shot. Um, oh, I love and that. There, there's a making of yeah, because they were like saying, "No, we can do it with the CG, and we can do it," and she just went. And nothing but net the whole way, and Perman just turns and looks and is like, and and the making of, like it's one of the better things about that movie. But the making of is him telling that story, and it's just it's Ron Perman, and he's just at least in costume with the shaved head, looking all like. I've got the Blu-rays. I have to look at that. Yeah, no, it's really good shit. Like, uh, yeah, look, the Alien franchise has given us a lot of good and a lot of bad. And yeah, yeah. I don't know if the good is a lot of good again. Bad. There's talk of a TV show. There is. So. There, I've seen a teaser trailer for the TV show, and it, it's, really? it there was a teaser. I don't know whether it was to do with the Super Bowl or something, but it showed up online recently. And who's in charge of it? Well, I don't know who's. I can't remember who's in charge of it. I think it's a Spanish director, but I could be completely wrong with that. I, who Who would be the Kathleen Kennedy, Kevin Feige of the Alieniverse? Who Who owns just the movie studio? Look, if it like, is a Neil Blomkamp, I don't want to... Like, Neil Blomkamp mm, should have been. Um, but, he should yeah. have, yeah. And then your man took his toys back and said, no, yeah. I'm doing my Alien in Prometheus now. Um, so, <clears> yeah. So the yeah. Alien TV series has been produced by Hulu. And... Mm. Um, okay. Hulu? So apparently it's Noah Hawley. Oh, yeah. It's been released through FX, and FX have done a lot of good yeah. TV. I love so. FX. They have. Honestly, like Hulu, Hulu are taking chances on things that nobody else yeah. is doing, so yeah. that's I a good mean, sign. It does say here it will be based on Ridley Scott's uh, Alien franchise. Oh, mm. if it just stopped at will be based, I'd be pretty happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the Black, yeah. the Black Ooze now is canon. It's in everything, even the role-playing games, so I just have to Hope they do it justice and do good stuff. And what is the issue with it, Darren? For a for a I, for, for me, a normie. For me, I read the graphic novels before Aliens Three came out. So as far as I'm, well, I will go with alternate timelines. What should have happened, but they they went they went in a different direction, and I don't, I think a bad direction. Although Aliens Three is awesome, just they shouldn't have killed off Ripley. But um, uh, yeah. Apparently, the, well, sorry, in the graphic novel, what happens after is that uh, Hudson, sorry, not Hudson, um, Hicks and Newt go back to Earth. Newt never really gets over the trauma that happened, and she's in a a, a, a psychic ward as a kind of in her in her twenties. Uh, Hicks doesn't become a marine anymore. He becomes, you know, like he he he's hasn't gotten over the shit that happens. Uh, cults are starting to form now. It's been ages since I read this, so I'm I'm kind of remembering. This is the dark horse stuff, is it? Yeah, this is dark horse back in the day. But but what happens is like cults are like are forming because they're meant to be hearing the 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 aliens and whatnot. And long story short, Earth gets invaded by the aliens, and it's all about like Hicks and 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 Newt trying to get out. And Ripley's nowhere to be seen. And it turns out that like in the graphics that the the engineers did exist. Now, this is the only one good thing that I think they did. The engineers were actually humanoid elephants. Um, they they could they they that mask that they're wearing they went with. So the way they did them as like really like 
bulky, weird-looking alien humans. I think this <coughs> is this. Yeah, right. So uh, this is this is for... this is pre-Prometheus when because I know yeah, the Prometheus. This is what I'm saying before. Sure. Before yeah, Prometheus, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. is where I, I like, but I'm, I'm getting uh, um, and that happened, and then at the end, Ripley it turns Ripley arrives to help save today, and then you find out that they took her out of cryo because she had she has experience with aliens, and they found the alien planet that apparently that there's these the oldest time aliens living on the planet that are psychically linked with all the aliens everywhere you know oh right okay. she's on a mission with those guys to go i think that's book three or four where she goes to sort that out but the black goo was never a thing it was always that the aliens had their own alien species and humanity wanted to get them and use them as a weapon but they're intelligent so it would never work there was even one graphic novel where you get to see what happens if two alien queens are born and hence why you might have seen certain black and red aliens, uh, genocide, I think it's called, where you get to see two, mm. the aliens go toe to toe with each other and humanity are in the center. And then there was stuff where, because it was, then it started focusing on the the royal jelly and, and had the properties of that and how a few humans started taking that, they would mutate, which I can kind of see in the black goo, they would mutate into being able to kind of um, control and talk, not, yeah control the aliens and whatnot and i i see that that's what i said but the black goo was never a thing the aliens were always in in before prometheus were always a species out there but then so that's why right. you know sometimes changes is, is a bit kind of weird but i've gotten used to the black goo and i can see like the way they do it in the role-playing books uh is some great ideas and great stories but i would have liked to have seen before prometheus ha or prometheus 2 happened there was talk of ripley and hicks coming back and doing that alternate kind of timeline where like closer <clears throat> to the source material of the comics yeah but from and then it, as i said i remember it as it felt like a child because you know, like like kids when someone else starts playing with a toy they suddenly want it yeah I got that from he, he planned to go off and do anything and then as soon as aliens became popular again he's like oh they're in my new film yeah yeah they're there yeah 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 so give me that thanks i want my toy and we never, we never, and there was, there's cool pictures up, up online of them. And at the, like, I, I doubt it's ever going to get made now, but, um, yeah, no, the Neil Blomkamp, um, really good, stuff really like good it's, this, this yeah, is got really far it into really it. good stuff. Like it looked, mm. well, it looked phenomenal. The, 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 the artwork that art that Darren talks about there, it was like, it had Hicks coming back and he was an old man, but he had scars all over his Scars face and it had Roald Ellen and Ripley thing. as well. And they were basically going to negate alien tree onwards. They were going to just land. Yeah. In, and it was going to be a sequel to Aliens and they were older. I remember in the comic book that you were referencing where Ripley comes back. I remember that page. I remember that, that wow. um, Newt is actually shacked up with a version of Bishop. So she's got a Newt is a lot older because because yeah. mm. Ripley has been in cryo. Newt's a lot older and she's shacked up with an android, I think. Like, so they're he, like, he, no, here's the thing. Um, it was sorry for cutting across you. Uh, he was a colonial marine, I think. Was he? And she fell in love with him. And they get attacked by the alien and she thinks he's going to die. And then it's even worse. He turns out to be an android. An android. And I knew. He knew it. Oh, yeah, she I, didn't know. Yeah, I think no, that he, I, I knew, know. I knew, She's I knew he like was an boy. android. I knew that was her boyfriend in the yeah. comics was an android. But then I remember the actual shot on, in the comic of Ripley's return and she's standing in the doorway of Newt's apartment and she's just standing there with a pulse rifle and she's like, come on, we got to fucking sort this we, shit out. And it's a, yeah, an amazing piece awesome. of art. I'm, it's, I can't remember who the artist was, but I, rem I remember it reminded me of Kevin O'Neill's work from 2000 AD, who did, did ABC Warriors, because it was that 
kind of and the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen stuff with Alan Moore. I love Kevin Williams. Yeah, stuff. Sorry. yeah, yeah. yeah His like stuff that, is gorgeous. But it's it, like that type of stuff. But um, yeah, the 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 Dark Horse comics by by like by a lot of standards are top tier stuff. The mm. storylines that they ran were fantastic, and even when they start merging in with the, like all the Alien versus Predator stuff, that's where it came from. It came from Dark Horse comics. Oh wow! Like the Dark Horse comic shit with the Alien versus Predator stuff was phenomenal. It was really good. They had full in depth lore that they devised. The writers devised. They all put it together. They, like the storylines were fantastic. Dark Horse comics broken, in the nineties. Broken Tusk. I yeah. actually, I'm, yeah. not a, I'm not an artist, but I have on my wall. I'll take a picture of it later. It's still up there for when I, I, I tried to draw, draw. But it, it's like I tried to redo the, 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 the cover of Broken T- Tusk over the, the Alien killing it and. I, I just, oh yeah. wow you were really inspired um like yeah, that, that's how good it was it was just so like so cool the ideas mm. that they had in it and you got to let you get to find out more about the predators and yeah that's what the entire thing is they're the ultimate hunters and that's why wouldn't they hunt the ultimate predator which is the alien it just mm. so and like the dark horse stuff that became avp all bled out of predator 2 because the fx guy decided to put a xenomorph skull in skull. the ship at the end when Danny Glover walks yeah. in and he's just like motherfucker and you see like the, the xenomorph school up on the wall like it's that's where it all, all like it's just literally yeah. just a, a ripple effect throughout the whole thing um, but yeah and like, where does Jonathan Davis fit into the canon <laughs> it's just that he's one ugly motherfucker really I suppose that's, that's pretty right. much it you know that he's probably got acids fit as well yeah. uh, I remember watching it, uh, I remember watching Queen of the Damned in the cinema. But then also when Jonathan Davis has a cameo in that film, when the yeah. the, the lead female reporter in it is trying, to, to, sell her tickets. Yeah, tries to sell her tickets yeah. to a concert and he's just like, yeah. he's a tall, well, she's a yeah. short actress, but he's a tall motherfucker in it as well. Yeah. He's, all, he's all like baggy pants and dreadlocks. And it's like, that's Jonathan yeah. Davis. But, uh, They're on the soundtrack I, like I, three I, times, aren't they? he does the vocals on five of the tracks on the soundtrack so on the soundtrack cd that you bought it's not him doing the vocals it's the people who do this so it's like static x is one of the songs sorry i'm about to nerd out about fucking soundtracks and queen of the down let's get into it um so the first five tracks on the soundtrack marilyn manson does one uh static x do another i want to say somebody like fucking Lincoln Park do the trick dangerous Lincoln, Lincoln Park, Park do one as well yeah. but anyway um, it's all the actual artists doing the songs on the soundtrack but in the movie John Davis does the vocals on them oh. and he is Lestat's singing voice for the movie oh, um, oh interesting God, I need to, do I that, need made to me, that, that made me feel some feelings I might have uh, modelled my wardrobe on that red haired bird uh, look from that movie for a while right yeah, Look, yeah. I, 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 I will say this as a full-throated fan of Paul McGann, the soundtrack yes. of that film. Yes. Because um, Paul McGann is in it and plays a character with a surname, Talbot. Yes. Um, oh, my God. He does, yeah. he does. He, yeah. Yeah. And he's a prick. Your boyfriend became your husband. He's a prick in the film <laughs> He is well. a prick. But and get, and that, that character, weapons. David, is a bit of a pain in the arse in the series and the yeah. books as well. Yeah. Um. Uh, Watch McCaller was fantastic at the Kasha. Um, yeah. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Yeah. Beautiful Aaliyah. Yeah. Um, Beautiful but Aaliyah. unfortunately, again, unfor- Stuart Townsend didn't have the 
the gumption that he had for Aragorn, um, where he decided, you know what, I might not be the best person for this role. I'm gonna bow mm. out. But uh, mm. it's it's compared to the original. I mean, I suppose if you think about it, right? There's there's the pros and cons of, or even the kind of the juxtaposition of if you read the interview of the vampire, then you read the vampire to start afterwards. Interview the vampire being about like Louis, 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 all the way through, being so Still whiny, whining, Louis. Yeah. And then it's in- <laughs> sorry. And then you sorry, have- I'll that's all right. That's okay. I'm all, no, I'm here that's why we came really? to your house and yeah. we're on your lawn. Yeah, hundred yeah. no, percent. Um, um, but like the vampire the stat, obviously from the stats point of view, is a different take. And yes, yes. Queen of the Damned is a different take on the lore. But absolutely i don't know if it was a it's good very take. of its time it was very it's it's time. very it's very of its time and very dated now there were elements of the movie that i liked um i think i used to say Stuart townsend was a better vampire but tom cruise was a better lestat but now we've had the series and i believe the actor's name is sam reed who fucking pissed all over everybody because his yeah. stat is amazing. She was like- um, and I, 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 I had a look. I haven't watched any of the show yet. I saw some of the reviews online, and they're midland, but also, what the fuck do the people know? Because what mm-hmm. a bunch of bastards. But um, the deal that Anne Rice made with AMC for uh, interviewed a vampire was she uh, sold the rights in perpetuity um uh so they're theirs forever and also they've made i think they're halfway through airing uh a series called based on the mayfair witches which is another yeah uh series of books that um Anne rice did about a family of, of witches and stuff and some of the characters cross over in the novels oh. i know lestat meets some of the witches at some point as well um, it's been a while since I read them. I might have to do an old Wikipedia research uh-huh. before I watch yeah. the um. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, before I watch the series, but I'm still going to give it a go because they've never done anything with the Mayfair witches before, and some of those some of those ladies Wait, were very powerful and know? very uh, impressive. I haven't watched any of it yet, so what I'll do is I'll watch it before then. I'll watch some of it before the next episode and give you my uh. I I, take, I I have take. watched I've watched the first episode of Interview of the Vampire and um, oh of Interview of the Vampire that's phenomenal that's yeah serious. I watched the first episode of Interview of the Vampire and I thought okay they're doing something different and they're leaning heavily into it mm. but I really liked the fact that it's a different story at the start and then they go actually this is kind of a sequel as well as being a completely different story because when he gets to his mm. gaff in Dubai it's like the last time I interviewed you motherfucker you left me to die and it's like yes oh okay this is different. Okay, yeah yeah so it's so it's the, it's the same reporters christian slater's character only another isn't it 25 years yeah. later yeah like it's set, um, it's set now now yeah so so he's re-interviewing louis um but different time yeah yeah no, and and they have I think I've said this to you guys before. They've set the series, so the story of Louis that you see in the in the in the film, um, they've they've set it um in more recent times. So they've set it in kind of turn of the twentieth century New Orleans as yeah. opposed to the eighteenth century. Um, 
and the fact that Louis is a person of color as well adds an interesting extra kind of dynamic to the story. Um, um, I, I, I initially I was like, the story trying to do Mason with a classic here, but very good. And 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 the like the performances from the the the, the, the three three main characters are great i really like like a friend of mine wasn't terribly impressed with the actor who plays louis his name i've forgotten but he plays a gray worm in yeah. uh, game of thrones oh yeah um i think he's i think he's great but him and him and and, and lestat play well off each other so i thought it was a really good series and very short like seven episodes whoa jacob so anderson to go on for 10 or 12 was jacob anderson he is he's great because because he's very um because of the character that Grey Worm is, he doesn't emote a lot in Game of Thrones where you actually get to see him act in uh, in uh, Interview with a Vampire and I really liked it. Has it been greenlit for a second season? I think so, but I don't want to put money on like it. Like season one only came out, like, sure. it only came out late last year. So I mean, it's like, it's not as, it if, did, it's, yeah. it's not as if it's like, it's been waiting in fucking limbo to find out. Cause it only, I think it only aired Halloween in 2022. So. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, was so there any on... reason why it was just seven episodes? Uh, like, um, were you I, 10 or 12? I, I'm very thankful that uh, American uh, cable shows seem to have taken the BBC approach to a lot of new... Uh, yeah. TV, yeah. Here, like six and done, six and done. No, like, that can be good. Yeah, yeah. Like there's um, there's a lot of shows that I'm trying to catch up on that are like like I I've recently watched a couple of things and there's one that it's in my is in the barrel ready to be fucking shot out. I cannot wait to see it. It's four episodes, right? What I is found it? it pure fluke. The show and it came out. I think it came out a couple of years ago. It's actually about two three years old now, and it's only it's literally one and done four episodes. It's called The Lambs of God. Right, oh, I've heard about this, and it's about it's it's yeah. the I, the premise fascinates me. It's basically about this remote island. I think it's off the coast of Australia, where there's this monastery or nunnery, and there's three nuns of different ages. Think of think of think of the three witches from Macbeth, right? right. Oh fuck! I watched this. I watched this. Yeah. Did you see it? So they live in yeah. this remote island. And they've been forgotten yeah. about. And all of a sudden, the Catholic Church comes to reclaim the island and they send one solitary priest. Yeah. And he just wasn't expecting to find them there. And this is that's all I know about it. I've got the four episodes. I saw that on Pornhub. It was about 12 minutes, 36 <laughs> seconds long. <laughs> is that Lord. right? Wayne, um, what kind of genre is it? Um, I, 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 when I looked it up, it came true as psychological horror. Right, well, I was waiting I for don't the second know. Word, so. I don't know if it is though, because well, I want I want Jill to confirm that. The guy me. who plays the guy who plays the Ignatius, the priest dude in Lands of God, the priest is Lestat from. Uh, How's that for an unknown tangent wow. right there? Yeah, and Look one of guys, and one of one of the one of the nuns. Yeah. Is um is in The Handmaid's Tale and Dowd, I think her name is. She's fucking a phenomenal actress. She was in The Leftovers with Justin and Theroux, and that's another fucking another, great series. Three seasons. One of the other mums, one of the other nuns, was the mum in Babadook. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's an Australian production, and it was picked up by Amazon in the States, but we don't have it here, so I had to go about it the um yar way. 
You had to go and yeah, yeah, you had to go far. I saw a recommendation. I'm like, here, I'm having that. Look, it just it just spoke to me. Just that idea, that that premise was just like that sounds amazing. Um, because apparently the nuns get up, they're like, no, this is our island. Fuck off. And they yeah, they get they get a bit fucking wicker man on them. Apparently, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I will watch it. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm thinking of Braveheart, that guy that goes, my fucking island. So I, I loads of axes. And oh, Stephen, the mad Irishman. It's fine. Um, Your island. You mean Ireland. <laughs> it's fine. Have, have oh. any of you watched The Last of Us? Yeah. Yes, I have watched. I have watched four episodes. I haven't watched the most recent one. I'm going to I'm going to buy the service it's on when Succession comes out and watch it. <laughs> They're like I'm so impatient for Succession and the last season of Ted Lasso. Um, oh yeah, uh, well, it's so good. Um, the Last of Us, I love it. It's brilliant. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers. The performances are phenomenal. I got really excited about the fact that um, Anna Torb was in it because she was. Great in Fringe, big fan of Anator. It took a second um, for me to peg it was her because I'm a big fan of Fringe as well, Jill. And it just <coughs> yeah, like but it's been eight just since we saw it. Like it, the show is what ten years old. I did a stand up the chair when I was watching it, and they were like, no one knew who I was. Like it's, like, <laughs> it's Fringe, and they were like, down, down, down. Um, so Jill, <laughs> can I just do a quick check here? You haven't played the game, have you? Have not. You do have, have the not. game. Though. I. I think I have your copy of the yes, game. Yes, you do. I do. I gave you. I gave you that game saying. I I know, dude. You, you will I totally did. I should enjoy give you back game. that console. Because no, that's I your console. Now. I've been. I've been. Like, I don't know what it is. There's there. I have some mental block about like gaming myself, but I've gotten into games with Liam. Like we're five episodes into the nine episodes. Skywalker saga of uh, Lego Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look. <laughs> Which is Valid. so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> I, I, didn't, like, ex- I, I didn't expect that to be the game, but uh, okay. Well, it was, look, it was no, It Takes no Two shame. that got me no in. Shame. No shame. It was, to be fair, it was Limbo, It Takes Two, and then Lego Star Wars. And now, and, and he keeps going, you know what? I've got a Nintendo emulator that you can have all the old school games on and I'm like yes yes let's play Donkey Kong <laughs> um, you know, oh, sorry they're, they're back to the last of us the last of us so uh, the reason and that's the reason why I was like play this game it is that, that and its sequel for me are in my top five all time games ever oh, we know yeah. if we yeah. go back if we go back to the podcast where you're talking about those games when like it, it it comes across and i think even myself and jill know how epic that game mm. was because how it got into the oh podcast. yeah mm. absolutely but, um, so many but, people talk about it jill i'm with you on the on the brain fog thing video games especially something like that is so immersive and it will just rinse you out and if well, you I rem- have say say kind of a stressful job or say quite an involved job say say just not looking at anyone but you would rather play donkey kong than be dragged over the coals by this amazing story and at like uh but it, it's why people it's why netflix's most popular thing is friends like sometimes i'm also afraid be challenged i'm also afraid i'll like lose mad portions 
of time to video games. That said, yeah, I I started my DS9 rewatch not that long ago, and I'm already on season six. Nice. So yeah. when it's I not know. homework, when it's not homework, it's not homework through it. But also, yeah. I'm like. My brain can't cope with other things at the moment. Let's no comfort telly. Sure, no, one hundred percent. I get that. For I mean, I mean, for me, that's comfort gaming. Um, I was yes, only, I yeah, was only, yeah. I was only talking to Kev there last two couple of nights ago. Hard though, you have to shoot things. Well, that's it. Like, but we, I was having a conversation with Kev about stuff we're working on together with Jill at the moment, and I me and Kev, there was a moment there when me and Kev were at a very collaborative stage at the early doors of what we're, we're currently working on where we played through Elden Ring together. And that was our game together. And Elden Ring, I have pumped, right. like Darren said, like that's why I kind of, if people were wondering why I was pulling a face when Darren said that Dead Space was a 10 hour game, um, I've pumped 200 hours into Elden Ring. Oh God, the Dark Souls franchise and Elden Ring. Yeah. Again, so, but that, that's why you pay that much money for sure. that type of game. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a game I'll pay 70 quid for. But yeah. my, oh, point, my point being is that The Last of Us even though it's extremely traumatic, is comfort mm. for me. And right. Can I, can I ask, Wayne, because like I've played or I've been a spectator on certain games like that are more, they're kind of story-driven games or they're more, rather than like a beat-em-up or a first-person sure. shooter or whatever. Like I was a spectator and now I kind of want to play the likes of the Telltale games mainly because I I like the subject matters that have been used and I love like and I and I love the tone I love the mm. the animation they use I think they're beautiful games um and is is what like explains me like I'm five explains me like I'm Amelia uh, what what is how what is the the, the playthrough like for the last of us like so, is it mad action is it suspense is it story you have to make choices and potentially kill a character what is it um kind of all of the above um so the thing about, okay so it's a good mix it is a fantastic mix that it's heavily story driven though heavily character driven yeah the beauty about the last driven. of us the last of us broke i don't know whether it broke a new ground but it definitely broke a mold when it came to mm. the level of acting and storytelling and direction for a game when the last yeah. was, you have to remember the last of us first got released on the ps3 oh, oh wow a while ago like that's a good while ago but even still like it's it's been it's been re-released on every iteration of the playstation since then it's had a ps4 re-release and it's now had a ps5 re-release to it, really um there is a reason why people look at that as a benchmark of how to actually produce and it's a reason how to produce a game that will grab people and it's also a reason why they were able to so easily adapt it into a tv show by yeah. the original director and create partially creative team who were responsible for the game are heavily involved if not directly involved with the tv show mm. and even down to the actors and the cast that are involved now i would like to toast um uh, raise Annie my Wershing. glass to Annie Wershing because Annie Wershing who passed away tragically at the age of original 45 Tess. the original Tess uh, we will raise a glass to her and toast her her, her, oh, her, her memory um, because she was the original Tess in the game and she was phenomenal and, and she was the board queen in Picard she was the board queen in Picard she was in 24 
She's in a rake of stuff. Yes. She, was in, she was in Castle. She was in The Rookie. She's been in a load of stuff. She's a brilliant character actor. And she was the original Tess. And they even did a live action retelling of the game in parts. They did a re- recreation of it on live on stage with like uh, Annie and Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson and a couple of other actors I think mm. were involved. Where they did certain scenes from the game and they did it up mm. on stage as actors. It's available to watch oh, on YouTube. Wow. Um, but the reason why I think Last of Us is, is such a good... Uh, example of how to produce any piece of media is that it's so easily adapted into a tv show because it was so and the initial version of it was so well produced and so well directed and so well acted and so mm-hmm. well put together right the game itself the game play is phenomenal as well because of mm-hmm. like at different stages there's very memorable moments but the game itself is just again a benchmark on how to produce something within that genre and how it drives itself because a lot of games at the time that were like if you take the original god of war games they were very much relied on what would have been called quick time events or you know where you have to hit a certain button to do a certain thing that is in the last of us to a certain degree but it's executed in such a way that it surpasses what came before and has influenced games since um, like we'd have spoken about the Alien game and Dead Space and all that type of stuff it's those yeah. benchmark titles that have stayed with them that's why they keep getting remade that's why Dead Space has gotten re- like have been remade because that is a, a yeah. that game is a remake from the ground up they rebuilt the engine they rebuilt the game that's why it's it's now on the PS5 they're doing that all the time with, with key moments in gaming because one they'll know they'll sell yeah. uh, and two they want to preserve these things for a couple of years. Like it's what Nintendo was built their entire fucking gaming system on. That mm. like, you know, and, and Sony and Xbox are learning from that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sony and Microsoft are learning from that. But no, the, the Last of Us itself, the game itself, even the version that you have, which is the PS4 version, um, is, it's, it is an experience. And it's a different game to play now that I'm a parent. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yes. So when I first played that game, I wasn't a parent. I wasn't a day-to-day parent who looked after a kid and had a child who was they were responsible for. Your brain now, chemistry gets ruined. But yeah. playing that game and also watching that show, because they have and playing that game as the father of a strong-willed young lady. We have. We probably. <laughs> we probably have the opportunity to do maybe the best way around watching the show first. I don't know. I don't because know. Because you can't decide anything in the TV show. It's just happening. Well, there's moments in the game that just happen. Like the intro of that game is soul destroying. Just like the ep- intro of that episode, this TV right, show yeah. is soul destroying. As a parent, they, they got the casting right for it. Is one thing where, like, you're. I'm not going to spoil it, but like, and I will put in my two cents. Like, as much as I'm, I love like, like I play computer games to kill monsters and just unwind. To, to say how good the story was of The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2, I never, I don't view that as a zombie game. I was playing that for the story to see where the characters, what happened to them. And in work, I was, I, I, I remember like saying, because someone, like a friend, uh, someone in work, he watches The Walking Dead, but he won't walk it, watch any of the other shows because he's just burnt out. And he's, mm. he's like, he's, he's saying, like, I don't know about The Last of Us, it's been done. And I'm like, you're not watching The Last of Us for the zombies you're watching them because you care about the characters 
Yeah. I would have said that about The Walking Dead, though. It's a see, I would have said. Uh, see, a lot of people don't see. Um, I personally, Jill, up to maybe a couple of the first early seasons, yes. Yeah. Up, up until The Walking Dead had me very early on. Yeah. Up until maybe about season four or five, when the character, mm-hmm. the character, people in the people in the show, I cared about. Like definitely, when it got to Herschel's death and the governor and stuff like that, oh. that that was oh. peak Walking Dead. That was peak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the thing about Last of Us is they said they're going to get four seasons out of it max. Because I think, well, no, it's two per game. Okay. Two oh, seasons per sweet. game, right? That's the way they're mm-hmm. meant to be doing it. That's two funny. seasons per game. And they have made changes to the story, but not drastically changing anything. Mm-hmm. But they've made changes to the story that that initial and original fans of the game would be like, oh, this is new. And to keep them engaged. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot there. A lot of the beats are the same. A lot of the story beats are the same. A lot of the uh, the basic concepts are the same. But this key character, events. yeah, key events completely very similar. Um, but the, well, I mean, I, I, I don't see I don't see a, a problem with being spoilerish to a degree. I mean, I mean, ep- episode three in particular of the show uh, that's what I was has, say, has that been one like character that they made an episode was brilliant. Like, like, that's a bottle episode. Well, episode three of that show, if it doesn't get an Emmy for everything, mm-hmm. I will be, I'll be fucking. I was balling. Everyone was. Yeah. They took oh, that, so that, Kim. I like you have no reference for this because you haven't played the game. I take it and you haven't watched the show yet. But it. No, but I know that uh, it was uh, being in love at the end of the world story. And it absolutely cut. I can sense public opinion and people's legs were just cut out from under them. And you love to see it. You love being devastated by the joy and the love of that episode. So heavily outweighed the negativity for that episode because of the subject matter. But the negativity was just drowned out completely. Yeah, which is what yeah, you gamers love to gamers see. literally need fucking injections of human uh, uh, feelings. Well, like it was, but it was like gamers that were like invested in what those characters were from. That's how good the game was because they made even with the most subtlest of hints, mm-hmm. like it, like the characterization of the character of Bill in the game mm-hmm. is a bit different to what it was in the show. Not too different. Yeah, he was a cantankerous fucking prepper that's what he was and that's what allowed him to survive in the game and there's hints and general fingers going no they were a couple but Mm -hmm. the relationship is not there in the game you don't see it you see the end result of what happens at the end in the game you don't see what they give you in the show and what they give you in the show is nothing short of like every it's like it's the what was it there was do you remember the episode of star trek inner light where picard finds the flute yes yeah right the episode. Yeah. and he lives a life of an individual so the whole thing of that episode of star trek is picard finds a flute and he gets imbued with the memories of the person who originally owned the flute who lived on an alien yeah. planet who has since expired the alien planet's gone right and he relives this individual's life in his head like he's inside the matrix and that's been injected into his memory mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like he lives that life. We get the moment from, like, it's like they took a slice of what that story was that wasn't in the game and just gave us these two characters' lives together in that, yeah. in yeah. that literal less than an hour of TV. Writing, acting, directing, off the charts. Off the charts, good. And compressed, like, 
20 years of a story into an hour. When you think about when Bill and Frank, when the event happens and when Bill and Frank meet Mm. up to, um, up to the end of the episode, like it's, it's, if it's not 20 years, it's the guts of two decades. And it's, oh, my heart by the end of it. Yeah. It's been so So good. Played the game. I've forgotten about, like, I, I, once I watched the episode, it all came back to us. But I think it was just so lovely done. Just to put that in there, just like from a, 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 a just it. I, I don't want to say anything because there's people that haven't played uh, the Last of Us. But I remember. I, the I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I, I got, I'm okay, gonna put an asterisk on this one, D man. That game has been out, like I said, since the PS3. Okay, so I can. Yeah. So. The, yeah, it's it's. I know it's a classic. I know it's yeah, a must-play yeah, game. Yeah. And if I know that, then the the word is people ever. do. But yeah. so, because playing computer games, you're especially in The Walking Dead, you're used to a lot of instant h- horror sadness happening. So I was seeing um, uh, Bill Offerman as Bill, like, and I was kind of like, okay, this is interesting. And then the guy in the when he meets the, the the man for the first time, I was on the oh, he's gonna have to kill him, he's gonna betray him. My brain was going <laughs> what we're used to expecting, mm-hmm. and then time went by, and I'm like hang on. And then I, I started caring for the characters and I'm like, oh, I don't, they're going a different way. This is awesome. And then when you get, when the people attack the fence or what happens, you're like, oh no, I was wrong. And then I got, and then by the end of it, I'm like, oh man, why am you're I wrecked by the end? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, it's been like, <laughs> and I thought yeah. it was going to be, he was going to, sh- he was going to portray him and shoot him. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, it's based on a, but then I just was like, and then at the end, I'm like, I had a little bit of a think and I was like, that's your man. Oh, that makes sense now. But you know, and I'm glad they, well, it, not that it's a, it's a, it's a good way, but it was a, as your man said, it was a very, he, he, he was very romantic, but he wasn't happy, but it was very romantic gesture. And, and it was nice that they put that in there. Um, uh, great, both great actors. I mean, um, just just to know. give people a, a kind of like anyone that's played the game has played the game. Anyone that's want to play the game has played the game at this point. So just mm. um, in the game, when you meet Bill, he's by himself. Mm-hmm. You were aware that Frank existed at some point, and you were aware that Frank was his quote unquote partner. Yeah. But you think when you first meet Bill, you think he's a partner, as in a partner in crime. You don't think they're yeah. together. And then you're going through, so Bill is leading Joel and Ellie through a section of these old houses. And you come across a few clickers, there's a few moments. You're basically going to get a truck so Bill, so Ellie and Joel can get the fuck and drive, which then leads on to yeah. what leads on to. You come across a house where you think the truck is. Bill thinks the truck is here. And you could break into the house and it's in disarray. And you find a body of a, a body hanging. So a person's hung themselves and there's a note and Joel finds the note and it's addressed to Bill and it's Frank saying that fuck him he was a terrible partner he never liked him it was a real bitter end, end to the relationship and Joel then informs Bill that it was like you know he says oh I found the letter but you don't I don't think he tells him what the crack is but then Bill says he was my partner and the inflection on how he says it, it's like, oh, he was his yeah. partner. Yeah. So it's it's a much more subtle in the game. It's not like right in they your probably face. Probably had to. Um, I you don't... know what gamers are like, Wayne. 
I, 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 I'm sorry, Kim. I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll take umbrage with that because I know a lot of gamers. I know a lot of gamers. No, who yes, around. we do, and we know you. But there's a the lot of bad people, world of gamers. There's sure. a lot of well, people out there that like to like. Well, you see it every time. Every time there is any character in anything that doesn't. But that's uh, not just like gamers, though. That's just last people. Yes, but, but but gamers spend honestly, gamers spend more time on their own, and it shows. And it's it's some of the most poisonous things I've ever seen. It's just it's they, well they they kind of stay together mostly. I think that, ever heard that I mean like, that can become across fandoms. We've covered that topic many times. That's over. true, yes, Wayne. That's, that's true. true. But if you uh, if like women joining uh, joining in squad games and things like that, like it, it, it's it's is that still vital. a thing? Is that still a thing? Yeah, yeah. I saw some nice ones this week. Yeah, so I think it's just we're 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 enlightened. We're older. We know. Uh, we're very lucky in our friends. All their media. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're very lucky. Yeah. In our well, friends. Is, it, is it luck, Wayne? Water finds its own level. Yeah. I I I, I think th those th those dicks. Unfortunately, the the mean people tend to scream the loudest. Yeah. They yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Things. And they're you nice guys people. are never going to hear it. You know, like, but we. Oh no, I've, I've heard it. It's just I just didn't think. No, it's not directed at you. Yeah. It's never going to be directed at but you. Even when I was young, I would. I don't know. Maybe it's just it's my brain. I I would not think that that type of thing would like if they were to put be more uh, vocal in the Last of Us back then. That I would I would have been cool, and then I would have just played the game. But yeah, but yeah, it's not. It's like not. That. Yeah, but you're a sound, Darren. <laughs> yeah, sound it, 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 your sound. Uh, it sucks. It still yeah, sucks that to this day yeah, we're getting yeah. that shit. But yeah. um, and it angers me, and I don't like getting angry. But it's like, but I like that the, 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 the acting performance. Yeah, but it, you know, your acting performance on the word partner to put it over like that. Yeah, but that's the amazing. thing. Like, and that's again that knocks that puts that raises that level of what that game is. It raises the like yeah. the the actual people involved the actors involved the performances involved the storytelling and the it... other thing is wayne that then makes uh that then makes all the shit i saw about there's nothing to do with the story you're like well yeah it is the way they were talking about it i thought that these characters didn't exist at all in the game and it was just done as a pace setter and a world builder yeah the characters actually being in the game makes the criticism utter nonsense well that's yeah that, even more unnecessary which, which pretty much sums up that type of criticism utter nonsense yeah um yeah i think i think that type of stuff it 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 just goes to show that the, it's I, I just don't understand it because it's clearly like people didn't get the nuance it's not that he wasn't it was wasn't even a nuanced situation like yeah. the way they just want to see it yeah that's it. Like it's blinders, complete blinders. And they don't realize, and they won't admit that they just don't want to see it. They'll just I, say it's I, not, in those situations. I think, the, I think, and I, I think the uh, I think the gamer does protest too much. That's protest too much. That's my my yeah. kind of take on that one. But uh, anyone that, that needs to scream that loud about that type of stuff, it, it it's less about what the content is and more about themselves. Yeah, um, really show the I yeah. think uh, Wayne. I Imagine think ratting on yourself. <laughs> I think the fact that um, careful, that Jill, your gar I... is showing. <laughs> oh, that's me helmet. <laughs> <laughs> my 
imagine I saw, yourself I saw like Gar- that's so good. I saw Gar today in uh, Navin delivering eggs to a deli. Uh, thinking that's- about it now, it mightn't have been him. But it looked very like I wanted to be him. I wanted to be him. Oh, and I want him to have a big thick Navin yeah. accent. No, I just I just wanted to be Gar delivering eggs in Navin just as a side gig. Just uh, just this on his on his van. little motorized scooter. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it was a big van. It was a big van. And he was a big man. It was Gar sized <laughs> and shaped. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. Well, look, look, anyway. The la- the last of us is a triumph from start to finish so far. Five episodes yeah. in. I watched the fifth episode I'm... this evening, actually, just before we, I had it on while I was cooking dinner. Oh, right. And uh, it's the it's pitch perfect. They've cha- like oh. the changes that they've made in the story are yeah are not in any way world breaking, but they're beautiful all the same. Um, yeah. they're, they're all, it's the it's a retelling of the same idea, and mm-hmm. the changes that they've made are just fine. I think they're they're like they've if not they've improved parts of it and. And, and kind of made things a bit like more accessible for a lot of people that like do you know that the last of us 2 was the first ever game that was accessible for blind people no i did not know that. there's a full accessibility mode i saw this online the other day of a guy who was blind who has never played a game before but when he lost his sight, he had not he had only played games beforehand, but he's like, I've never played this type of game before. And you see it, they actually have it's like it's like Daredevil gaming. It's echo recognition mm-hmm. that they have wow. built into this game. So he's turning when he hears him. So there's beeps and sound cues to show the and he's playing the game perfectly fine with no issue whatsoever because of the way it's built in. Like that's the last of us part two. And in the in the actual TV show, the representation that they have in the TV show. In episode five, they make a character choice that's a completely different thing to what was in this, the game, but it's a welcome mm. choice. Change. And it builds on it builds on the relationship between two particular characters from the game in, in, in the show. And it, it strengthens a bond that makes some stuff that happens even more heartbreaking because that's what this story will do. It will break your heart right. over and it's gonna over kill and us over all. and over again. So good. The stories um, are it's good, just but- it's just it is perfection so one thing i will say that what the last of us has done you know that old school idea that a video game adaptation is a curse when it goes into media that's not a video game that is a yeah well can't relate because i saw detective pikachu so that's it i mean like if you can i can i can say that easily since the likes of sonic and detective Mm. pikachu and now the last of us We've gotten to a point where we're actually starting, I think, and I think we talked about this on a, on a very old podcast. Yeah. We talked about the lack of appreciation for video gaming as a media of entertainment. Yeah. And it's now starting to translate because there's the, the, the quality has caught up. And is now, because yeah. like, you I can think, now deliver what was in your head because the tech exists. I have to take something back, Wayne. I keep saying gamers, I keep saying gamers like a pejorative. And if you saw the hours that I put in, it's ridiculous. Kim, also, I'm when well you said aware about of the, the hours. <laughs> the she has an Animal feature. Crossing problem. <laughs> <laughs> There's an accessibility um, feature, and for for blind people to be able to play, there are so many differently abled people playing games. Uh, because they can now with special keyboards, special voice commands and things like that. And the tech has brought them in too. And if you can't 
move. You can still play games. And it's kind of a lovely side of it. And I just keep, I keep mentioning the negative aspects because they're so far to go. They're very fucking closed off. They're very my, the closed dark off. Part of my, the, way... the, dark, the dark part of my brain went to a point there where I really... Mm. <laughs> the dark comedy part of my brain went somewhere there. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Actually, you know yourself that there are really toxic exclusionary people in D&D for example and it's the same kind of person that tries to bring down gaming as a as a kind of social activity where whereas we know so many very high functioning people that that um kind of uh, have a good uh, attitude to these things so i wish to apologize for yelling gamers as an insult because it's because you like fucking that. are one. <laughs> <laughs> but Wayne, there oh, are God. there's a faction that would never take me in because of the kind of things I'm playing. Oh, by the way, I started Witcher Three again. Okay, it's allowed. I I I, I finished Witcher Three again. <laughs> I, I have to start it again. I will. Oh, I, I, finished, I have not played it. Oh, wow. I finished Blood and Wine the other day, which is the last expansion. It's just... I love the card game. Single tier. Maybe I'll get around to it eventually. Maybe oh, I'll be like, what's all, what's all this nonsense Wayne, that Wayne's or, been talking about that they changed for the show? Jill, if you get, if you get the deluxe edition with the Wild Hunt included, uh, he starts off in the bath. No, that, that, I, have seen, the, I have seen. I have seen the wild hunt is the is the base game. You want to get yeah. The, yeah. It's wild hunt, and then you have oh, uh, blood and wine, yeah, yeah. blood and wine, and then flesh and stuff. Okay, the so flesh then. and stone. There's, there's two deals, but the, the like you can buy you can buy the Witcher Tree. They probably just give you Witcher Tree now because they it's do so now cheap with as the chips. DLC. Like you can buy it like for like a five Witcher Tree. Hey, hey, we had a Nintendo Direct. We had a Tears of the Kingdom second trailer. Oh my god. Oh my god! Speaking, I mean, that game special... ruined it for everyone else trying to do open world games for a while there, and, and yeah, they had to do. They had to follow up this ridiculously, uh, this this unbelievable game that just like this absolute mold breaking game, and they had to follow it, but they couldn't throw away all the goodwill that they had. They had to add things, and. How would you even be in them meetings? How would you be in the first 10 meetings going, okay, so we made this. <laughs> now we have to do something else. Where would you start? And it's just Yeah. There's no that's 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 a dinner plate I want to eat up. Like that's that's some that's some good food right there. Really like how long until it's out? Oh my <laughs> kids are gonna be not long actually. It's it's late no. it's later May. this year. Yeah, it's May, I, I mean love it. Um but I'm like it's funny, I said this to Kev the other night, like as well. Going back, Elden Ring is like Elden Ring is the Dark Souls equivalent of Breath of the Wild. That's how good mm-hmm. Elden Ring is, right? And I did, I was playing it, I went back into it, I jumped back in to my last save game, which was like, I hadn't played it in a while. I jumped back into my last save game. You know, when you do that in a game, you're, you jump into a save yeah. game, you haven't done it in a while, you're like, it's like Gandalf's like, I've no, me- I have yeah, no memory of this place. No memory of this place at all. I was standing there. I've got a f- like my character is is literally unstoppable in Elden Ring. I'm like full blood build, two massive katanas. I'm like, what do I do now? 
came up against the boss and it was like oh <laughs> um and and just by the pure fluke of the fact that my energy bar is like the length of the fucking screen i'm like i, I survived that one but mm. the breath of the wild is the same i when they announced the new one and i saw the first trailer of the new one i was like you know what i'm gonna go back and play breath of the wild again from the start and i jumped back into it and was like oh this is when you first land in this game is actually hard because the last time I played this, I had fucking everything. I had like a, an Inca motorcycle for fuck's sake that I was like zipping around the land on. So it was like, and now you've got a stick I've got and a stick. your twink body. Yeah. And, and an apple. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, it's this one I haven't played. I have to get, I, it's my brother. Oh, this weird thing. Whereas if Alan's playing a game, I won't play it for a while. And he's got all the Zelda games. And I think I've only played half of them. That's one where I've, I keep on meaning I'll do it and I will do it but I'll probably the new one will come out and I'll go fuck I don't know I'm, I'm... oh Darren if you yeah. put if you put 10 hours in Breath of the Wild you'll have the best time of your fucking life awesome I love those type of games it's I so good watch and it's, it's now great and then when he was playing I was coming in going like don't mind me people say good. all the time there's no wrong way to do stuff in games but in Breath of the Wild there's no wrong I can be a Heidi Heidi coward and Patrick can be an absolute mashy mashy cranium stomping <laughs> munchkin in the same game and it's it's, oh, it's beautiful. there's so many like you could look up on youtube the amount of videos that have really intelligent ways of solving the puzzles that in the game like on the different dungeons that you go into but that are like so clever that you skip yeah. the entire fucking dungeon that gets yeah. you to the last yeah. room just to unlock Ridiculous. shit. It's like all these. It's it's like, it's like you're back in fit in. It's like you're back in physics class trying to build the best mouse trap ever. No, and wait, and it's no, but it's like it's the it's the ingenuity that you have to have to be able to yeah. go. You know what? If I there's abilities in the game though. Like if you've played Breath of the Wild, you know what I'm talking about. When you're saying right, I'm gonna freeze this rock. I'm gonna hit it really hard twenty times with this hammer. Then I'm gonna sit on it and it's gonna launch me this way. Mm. And it's it's all these different things. It's like But it's... did you see one of the complaints people had the last time, how could you complain about anything? But the only thing they said was we missed the dungeons. You know, it was such a uh, such a part of uh, Zelda lore. So now it looks like the 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 shrines which were great and the dungeons which are great, but they're very different. Now it looks like the shrines are overground. Yeah. Like like dungeons. Oh, amazing. I'm very excited for it. Very excited. I think I think as gamers in this day and age, we're very much spoiled for a lot of the excellence that we have. But even you know what's really weird, and maybe it's a group thing with the lads, but I've found that our group gaming we have relied on schlocky, shitty multiplayer games because we're too spoiled with really good single player games that we've mm. fallen right. back on like double A multiplayer games. Myself and the lads are playing through Warhammer Chaos Bane at the moment, which is not in any way... It's a group of words. Yeah. <laughs> that is the, that is, that is is the that best read? review. That is the best review of that, that is, game. That I've is ever read. I think I'd buy a game if that's what it said. That, I was like, yeah. well, I have to get this now. Bunch uh, of words. That's a bunch of words. Well, there's, well, there's, there's a bunch of words. words. Oh, I think that is the most perfect review of this game in particular. And like Warhammer Chaos Bane, like that's a bunch of words. Yeah, it is. That's that's it. Like it does not. It's like it's like the most low rent Diablo clone you've ever played, and it's but it's like 
Yeah, this is grand. And it's just a... <laughs> it's grand like. Yeah, it's grand like. Oh, you can grand. just play, can play like, like this. That's it. I can just play like this. Yeah. Um, Wayne, wait, what's the phrase? Aggressively grand? Aggressively grand. <laughs> aggressively, yeah. aggressively grand. I love it. But I think I think a lot of the games that we had with AAA have spoiled us to such a high level that when we do, like, I just want to turn something on and play it. It's those AA games yeah. that are like... It's the watching friends of that world, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was another show that I watched, complete fucking chimpanzee in a segue here. Um, yeah. I watched the new Joe Cornish produced show called Lockwood & Co., Based on a series. Oh, I watched all of that on Netflix. Yeah. Yes. Um, what and co? Lockwood and co. It's based okay. on a series of five books. It's a young adult horror thing. Fantastic premise. Um, really, really cool premise. Uh, myself and Arvin chunked again eight episodes and you're done. First season. Mm. Um, really good. The premise behind this show is um, that... It's set, it's set in modern day, but 50 years past, ghosts appeared in the world. And if they touched people, they killed people. That was it. The touch of a ghost kills mm-hmm. you. So the world is thrown into disarray. And it turns out that there's children in the world that are sensitive to ghosts. They can sense them. They've got different abilities where they can see them. They can talk to them. They can see where people have died, so on and so forth. So an agency is built up that hunts them. And dispatches ghosts there's a curfew in place people can't go out at night so on and so forth set in london it's got a real kind of young sherlocky vibe to it mm. and like i said set in a series of of young adult books young adult horror kind of horror thriller books really good cast uh produced mm-hmm. by Co- joe cornish directed a couple of episodes are directed by him and written by him so joe cornish is the individual like um, yeah, we adam and joe, joe and is director of for attack the block attack the block um that launched a, a, a large chunk of uh, careers. Um, so I would highly recommend checking out the eight episodes. D-Man, I don't know how you felt about it, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed well, it. There was a comic. There was a comic of it that I never... Well, I'm gonna was there a comic? There is. Because I, I remember in the back when I was reading X-Men or something, or maybe I dreamt of this, but there used to be... Or maybe I'm getting confused with the other thing that has a key in it. But I'm pretty you're sure getting it a, You're getting it mixed up with lock and key. Lock, I might definitely there was Lock, and, Lock yeah. and Key is written by Joe Hill, who was the well, son of yeah. Stephen King. Uh, when it came, then when it because I watched that show and I thought it was good, but when it appeared, I'm like, hang on, is this the? And then when I went in and did the verb, what got me was I've always had a problem with ghosts. As I'm not scared of them, just as a as a monster, I've been like, well, all they do is really scare you. Like uh, nothing's ever done like Ghostbusters, but the proton packs are kind of like the big kind of weapon that not many real people have. But if a ghost's in your house, it scares you and all this and the Ghostbusters come. And I said, they've never really done it well. And the only time they did it well was, if you remember, well, when Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within came out. Yes. They had alien ghosts. And again, same premise, if you touch and you die. And I said, this is brilliant. Why don't they do this with ghosts in the movie? And then that was what spirit went in. I'm just trying to. I can't find the date. Spirit for it, it was like '97. Yeah, 2001 was 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 when it. And spirit it in was 2001. 2001. Yeah, I just because uh, I I I was brought it up because I was Jeez. I knew the name, but I was like, I'm getting this right because it's been such a long time since I uh I, I watched it. But the graphics were remaining, but nothing to, nothing to do with what well, Final Fantasy I was used to. But yeah, so when this said there's ghosts dealing with them, I'm like. Okay, it's gonna be Ghostbusters. Oh, I don't know if I'll watch that because I'll just go back and watch Ghostbusters. And I was like, right, I'll give it a go. 
And as soon as I watched the first episode, and as soon as they said, no, you get touched by a ghost, you die. It's a plague. It's happened since the beginning. I was hooked. Mm. I watched four, four hours in one succession, and I only stopped so I would be happy to get... So I was looking forward to the next day to watch the other four, because I knew if I did it all in one night, which I could have, I would have that kind of like, oh, what do I do now? And at the end of it, I have so many questions. I've already... <laughs> I already reckon I figured out where how the how the plague started what's the plague i have all these great ideas that i haven't had and felt in such a long time with tv shows that that's why i'm like i will wreck if i'm getting like this and it's been a while like it's been a while um <laughs> which is kind of a shame but it's, it's been a while should i say that he's I've having so, his own sound like, effects at this point Jesus. i know i've uh, been so invested and so and it's it's funny because i've been wrecking that's nice. you do like to think of what i've been watching lately yeah and again i forgot about that show because i binge watch it but right. it is so it's so good. I don't think it, it would be struggle for anyone not to go. I have to find out what happens next. I have to find out what's I won't say what I was. Yeah. Say. Yeah. <laughs> it is. No, it, it you'll, does. You'll be like that, hopefully. And the, the, the ghosts season, are scary. If they touch it, you're gone. Yeah. No, it is. It is. And there's some nice, uh, nice uh, character actors in there, too. But it's 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 really, really, really good show. Highly recommend it. It's called Lockwood and Co. Lockwood and Co. It's on Netflix. It's got one season so far. And I hope they get it. Like, That's why I binge watch it as well. So. Like if you were to look at the the reviews of it, and Rotten Tomatoes says it at ninety one percent. Sweet. That's I should have known that he had something out because Joe Cornish is doing a few podcasts here and there, and he, he doesn't otherwise. Yeah, he's he's pretty private. So yeah. So uh, even Edgar Wright yeah, was, was pimping on... this on Instagram. Like Edgar Wright was all over it. Like he was just Edgar Wright did that McDonald's video or that McDonald's ad. I, but it's it's like it's the McDonald's ad that doesn't show McDonald's at all. I know, but it's so cheesy, and I know it's by design. But yeah, yeah, Is that the eyebrows one. Yeah. yeah, it works. It works. That's all, and that's all it has to do is work. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a McDonald's ad. Like, it's not going to make me. I go mean, buy get your McDonald's. bags, sis. Yeah, yeah, sure. Get your bags. Yeah, sis. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they're actually Kim. As you say yes. this, and D man, yes. I'm sorry for discluding you from this conversation that's about to ensue. Unless you, you're yeah. going to talk about Drag Race, which bow, I bow, bow, bow. oh no, Jill, you haven't watched it either. No. Oh. I have. I'm like so far behind. I'm. I so it's what season fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched any season fifteen. Haven't seen season four of UK either. I haven't so. seen four of UK. Either, so Jill, we've seen about sixteen seconds each of each queen. Uh, oh really? Because it's it's an hour. And there were 16 queens to start. So you That's haven't sick. really honestly missed much character development, but they're back to 90-minute episodes now. Uh, okay. Because, I'm sorry, this is quoting Willem. Uh, they had to make room for the fake uh, F-slur of Weho. It's, it's, I will say <laughs> it's been pretty fucking shit this season. It's, it's oh, been really? pretty bad. So, and I actually, last time I talked to Jill and Wayne about Drag Race, I was genuinely sad that they didn't enjoy any of the queens. I'm like, oh. yeah, they're, they're not getting shown. Nope. They're not, yeah. you're not getting a chance. This is their one chance in their career, Astros. And they're not this getting it. This is their it. one chance and they're not getting it. They're not getting are we, to are, show are, are we Wayne. Are, are, we, um, are we referencing 8 Mile twice in the one episode? 
See, this is where I'm just like, do you know what? Maybe their chance just, to blow. Maybe, maybe I'll just give up on Drag Race and uh, and give up on the RuPaul like machine Dragula. and just stick with like Dragula. Dragula Brothers and all. Well, yeah. you're watching Dragula. all the indie shit. Yeah. Well, I no, I, I, they're still dra- the drag is st- like the the fucking clothes are getting better and better, and Ugh. there's some really interesting characters in it this year, and I was really sad that Wayne hadn't glommed on to anyone yet because I had okay right I need to catch up I do, there's, there's no they're winner. all maybe it's because they're all they're joined. shorter You'll they're get shorter like, listen yeah it's just what were you saying I just I just think it's I don't know whether it's an MTV choice or it's an editing choice but there's so many it's just it's just there's too many of them and none of them are anyone that's getting yeah. any attention it's down to the fact that they're just cunts that's it. Well, and, but not even, not even, and, not even in a good way. Not even in a oh, like, not yes, even in, in not even in the detox way. way. Not even mistress in, the in a good way. No, Wayne. no, mistress looks like yeah. fucking Ron Jeremy decided to shave. Sorry, oh, but mistress, mistress is not a mistress is mistress not a good queen for me. No. Talking like she's in a drag race, <laughs> like like she's in a drag club dressing room, and nobody's done that for seasons and seasons, and. Nobody's ready anymore because everyone's sick of getting internet bullied. So they're trying to be nice when they're in there. And Minstress or Irene did not get the memo about behaving like ladies. Uh, they're just going for it. And I love that she's she's obviously a really damaged person, but she's funny as fuck at times. I I just and she's like just her. like, I don't like her. Yeah. If you don't like her, you won't give her the good faith don't enough like to it. kind of. No. But, uh, yeah, she's she's oh yeah, she was carrying me there. Now I haven't seen this week's episode. Apparently, there's problems with her in this week's episode coming out. I'll but, I'll, uh, I'll I'll catch up. You will catch up. And the rig outs. Oh, Jill, the rig outs. It's got a good acting challenge. And a good snatch um, sorry, I'm still I'm still reading from the Queen of All Queens snatch game, which is probably going to resonate through Drag Race forever. So how is anybody supposed to do anything after that? You know what I mean? Um, right. But I think D-Man's falling asleep now. No, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm letting you stop. Don't. No, no, yeah. I, I'm listening. It was just like, can, can I, 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 when you're done with your uh, Drag that Race, that was at the game. Seg- segue into something. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. Go on. Go on. Yeah, go on. I was going to say to segue into talking about uh, another queen. Um, last Friday, uh, myself and Nat sat down and watched um, I Want to Dance with Somebody, the new Whitney Houston biopic. Yeah. And I know how you feel about biopic, Kim. About what? About what? Uh, biographical pictures of the musical kind, because you have given out about them in the past. It's very good. Um, is, she, she, is she butch and has a low voice and is smoking and is... She, she does she does towards the end and she has a girlfriend for the first good chunk yeah, of the no, movie. No, they no. acknowledge Robin, what's her face, her partner. Okay, but she's not doing the Bobby fake Brown. voice that the record company made her talk in. No, they do push the fact like her her dad is played by the incomparable Clark Peters. Um, right. And... You know, they push the fact that they wanted her to be America's princess. Yeah, she's like, that's that's not me, and they're like, but that's what's gonna sell records. Okay. Um. So it kicks off from 1983 when she's discovered singing. So she's 
she's singing in the gospel choir in church, in church and yeah, she's yeah. and she's her mother's backing singer sissy's backing singer in the club and uh you know they put her out in front and get her to do a a, a solo and she's picked up um by record producer played by stanley tucci who's great um but it's from kind of 1983 to 2012 right here she passed but it's it's really good. It it had like the music. It's all the stuff that was on the radio when I was a kid that my folks were listening yeah, to. My so I have big memories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and anytime Whitney comes on the radio, my dad is like, she's she's some voice. Some voice. Yeah, it gives as the, as the kids running like a woman as well. Yes, absolutely. As the kid, although I wish someone would come back through time and ping me on the forehead and go, "That's a wig. That's a wig. Nobody has hair like yeah. that. That's yeah. a wig." Lose your oh, yeah, unrealistic they, expectations her, for your curly hair. Her, her dad gives it gives out to her because uh, she has her hair cropped like really short, and he was like, "For God's sake, get on a wig and look like get a wig and look like a woman," like kind of thing. Right. It berates her for being I, butch. I think, uh, as as the kids might say, it gives me the ick telling someone's life story, especially after they've passed, if they have no involvement do you know i don't trust yeah. anybody to tell me the truth sure yeah and no, i get that yeah. i yeah and i kept like uh i kept it you either have to know their stories well yeah. enough to know what's just a, a narrative that they've yeah. crafted for a film yeah um because people obviously really are messy and weird and whatever but mm-hmm. she yeah i think there's people that they should leave alone but but yeah good thing they put me in charge of the world so that i can decide isn't that good (laughs) i just yeah yeah oh that's interesting jill so they do actually try to do something i saw the pictures i saw the pictures of her in that and i'm like that wasn't whitney at all but of course but of course they do cover that they do cover that and they, they they cover, you know, the bad influence that Bobby was on her. Although she That's in the movie, young. she's she's like, oh, you know, this this woman was already there. Bobby just kind of brings it out. Yeah. And, you know, the hard conversations that her manager is having with her going, you're actually ruining your moneymaker, like your voice, the thing you're that makes voice, you, yeah. you know, the, all these this like the smoke and the drink and the drugs. Yeah. It's screwing up your future. Yeah. Um I mean but, look um, at what we're like when the fog machine is on in Fibbers for the karaoke and look at the toll that takes and imagine if it was crack. Wow. <laughs> I was a mezzo soprano once and then I smoked as a teenager a lot. Oh, oh. Hey but look our sing sing star game is strong. That's all I'm saying. It is. Our sing it star is. Game it was so much fucking fun. plastic crack strong. didn't affect my voice which is great. Yeah. The plastic crack didn't affect <laughs> uh, my voice. Wayne, did you see, like the other two mightn't be as interested in this as I, well, I am because I'm a big mark for this kind of stuff. But so, you know, the way I have all of the Sandman things and for a long time, I have resisted the absolute Sandman collection because I'm like, it's another version. And, you know, they're big. You own it three times. of things. They're doing coming out this November so before my birthday they're doing a new edition of the Sandman in six leather bound books <gasps> oh leather 
with oh they just came morpheus helm with a morpheus with a morpheus helm and neil is writing something new for it albeit it's only a fucking letter but i might have to buy it yeah i think, I think so. you have to. or 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 you get your fella to buy it for you for your birthday that's what you do <laughs> Birthday and Christmas it's hits. like 500 bucks or something ridiculous. Or you get your fella like... for you to buy it for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, you're in, you're in like, like legit territory. Yeah, I think you're in that. You're in that 500. Yeah, you're in that 500 euro Neil Gaiman Sandman helmet phase. That's what you're in. That's what you're in. Put loads of, loads of notes of things I would love to get and have that. Tell, number tell one. him we'll throw in if we get to put on him. In fairness, though, right? If he's going to drop 500 euros on a Morpheus helmet, he better get the throw in as well. Like, so, I mean, I don't mean. Oh, but it's like, you know, you read an article about, oh, yeah, they're going to do another, uh, they're going to do another edition of Heather Band embossed with all the endless symbols on the spines and i'm like i mean that's that's gonna, only a book but like when is it gonna when is season two it's probably gonna coincide with that is it well the new edition is due i want to say like mid-november this year uh so i'm not entirely sure the release date of season two actually I mean, it, that smells but, like a that smells like a promo. That's what that smells like. It does. It and, does. It you know that, 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 that that's very timely. Like you know, I mean that that's kind of like mm, it's either gonna drop and then they're like, here's the here's the trailer for season two, or uh, you know, so Uncle Neil's getting us from two angles. Well, he's. I mean, season, this I I know that Irene got me for my birthday. And I know you're going as well. You're going on April first, but I'm going on April thirty first. Um, March thirty first. I'm going to see. Uh, oh, the ocean at the ocean end of the lane. The lane in the Borgash. We're going to see. Uh, I'm missing Clan of Zymox for Ocean at the end of the lane, but I'm fine with that. That's a f- That's perfectly fine trade off. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think that some words is, is or that's a collection of words is the title of the episode. Think, yeah. yeah, it was a collection of words. Yeah. That's a collection of words. Um, yeah. I literally have no fucking idea. Just <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a detergent. It was yeah, uh, Zymax, yeah. 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 They're a Dutch <laughs> fucking gothy dark baby nonsense. Has anyone? I, I went to the cinema last week and I went to see a movie that's not normally my wheelhouse, but I had to. Oh, go on. The the lead. I Brendan Fraser, whatever he's in, I have to see it. You know, love the whale. And the way that's what it was building up to. I went to see the whale, and like people know in work that I go to the cinema on a Wednesday before I come home. I, yeah, I tried, and they were like, So, what are you going to go to see today? And I was like, I think I'm going to go see the whale. And they're like, They were like, That's not really your movie. And I was like, Yeah, but Brendan Fraser's in it. And from what I'm hearing, it's really good. And, and from the gist of what I've heard about it, I really want to see like his acting skills in that and why, like, from the story perspective, with someone get that big and um i loved it it was it was i watched it from get you in the fields it oh so like again we've been the so the fields like you're not it's i don't feel like i'm watching like i felt like i was watching like uh, a real person and this was a true true story i actually had to check before we started talking about it i won't go too many spoilers about it but it's a i can see why it's getting a lot of a praise it's great to see him back acting again yeah uh, all the other like i didn't know nothing who was going to be it didn't know what the story was about just from in fact i had a different idea about from 
I won't say any more, but when you go see it, you'll you'll kind of go, oh, okay, there's a lot to this movie. And I love to talk about it when we when we've all watched it. But the people in it is like you've got Brendan Fraser playing the lead, you've got Sadie Sink from Stranger Things. You got Hong Chow from I I remember her from Downsizing, and if it is the character, it's she's got great acting skills from going from that character in that movie to who she's playing in this. And then you've got someone I've I've she I've seen her in what the first movie I seen her in was uh, Minority Report. She played one of the psychics, and then I've seen her as playing Alpha. Samantha Martin. I was gonna say it like uh, some, but uh, she's in fucking tons of shit. She's she's scary. So when she comes on the screen, uh, but lovely person in real life, but when she came on the screen, I was expecting one thing. And then I got another. And it's, again, it's, it reminds me, because it all takes place, for obvious reasons, in his house, in his one, one, uh, one uh, level house. And it reminded me of uh, Inside Number Nine. Uh, oh, the, the lads that I remember them from the, the League of no, Gentlemen. Um, no. I can't do their names justice, but they do it lovely where they, they have it like, they, it's just in the one place okay. and they do a great story and this is what we're like it, it in some ways it's it, it's kind of scary but uh it done really really well in that one kind of apartment um you just all the feels uh it's one of these i know i'm not really good with spoilers but it's one that i want everyone to experience it the way i experience it and then we all come back and have a chat because in work i was like it's like they're, they're they're work people i can spoil stuff but even then i was like just go see it i can't say stuff just go enjoy it and then come back right um but yeah it, and it's i'm not really big on oscars and like who wins them and whatnot i've never been like that like um i make up my own mind if if you know if a film's good or not but i would yeah also oscar win an oscar base is different Sorry? to uh, the, also oscar base is different to a good movie as mm-hmm. we know but I'd love to see him get the recognition for for, for him, like I, I like hearing bits about his past and whatnot. Um, I remember back in the day when he was in Journey to the Center of the Earth, and he didn't come back for the sequel, and The Rock came back, and I was like, "Ah, oh, cool, The Rock." But it's only as an adult that I'm realizing like what he must have been going through not to do yeah. that part and whatnot, and it, it's yeah. it's yeah. kind of made me like the actor even more, and and like I'm glad that he's back because it's something he loves. He's he's one of these rare people that do it because they want to do it and they're so nice in real life like um again they say don't meet your heroes but like i would like if he's ever at a comic con i'm going like it, it's not my thing but i will go just to go hello uh but yeah I, he does i'd love to meet him yeah yeah you'll get all the feels in this <clears throat> and it's it's again not my roadhouse usually but uh, there's a few movies that like this that i i, I would watch but lovely i i, I and, and sad all the emotions like what they talk about in it the dynamic between uh his carer and himself and what you're and then when it it, when it goes to the the, to the because obviously he's eating more than he should and when they do those bits they're kind of you want to stop him you know but anyway i will not spoil it anymore and i will recommend it it is so good um i'd watch it again like yeah that's all i can say yeah (laughs) I mean the, the the what a sad movie as well if you get me like all the feels. I don't know what they've called is it the Renaissance or something or the mm-hmm. is that what Renaissance? It's the but the, but the Renaissance, the Brendan Fraser yeah. Renaissance that's been happening mm-hmm. over the last while. It it slowly but surely got momentum online through mm-hmm. a few different things. Doom Patrol, I think, could probably take a See, big credit for his. Was brilliant. 
But I mean, he, he's cursed on a lot of stuff that he's been in. I mean, there's one movie that I will always say that if you want to see Brendan Fraser act before the whale, you watch God and Monsters with Ian McKellen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, but he's been in so many films where he's actually gotten to be an actor and gotten to show it's his just, chops. Yeah, it's just getting the roles, isn't it? Being considered for the role. Yeah. yeah. You know what happened to him, don't you, Darren? I know. I, I, I know bits. He got injured and then abused. Yeah, that's I I, yeah. I heard more the the injured on the doing the stunts and not getting a, a stuntman. And I've got a few friends that are stunt people, and they tell me yeah. And I'm like, so to do that back then, and and it felt more like they were like, can you do this? And he was like, yeah. And, th- and they didn't warn him. And then yeah, the abuse. It was just like no wonder like you would, especially at that time, because I think I I, I like to think that nowadays you, you can speak up more about it and you have more. Uh, backing from friends and family if that type of stuff happens but back then i i i don't think in especially in hollywood that it, it they would be, would be believed as much so um to for him to disappear because he was he was on like on his peak you know and then suddenly vanish um and then like he's back now and you hear why it's like jesus for him to go through that like darn it's like anything where people are overworked entertainment is especially bad because the jobs are so wanted that if anybody yeah. starts being trouble, there's 10 people to replace them. Mm-hmm. And even if the person's trouble is due to somebody else, if you think you're going to get a headache and you've already got the schedule and the budget to think about, you're just going to cut people off for handiness. And uh, it's been done and it will be done in lots of industries forever where you're just like oh this is a bit sticky i remember her talking about something one time and it sounded like it might be a bit sticky uh for the sake of easiness i'll just you know it just happens especially in hollywood someone doesn't consent to be felt up once and they disappear they just don't exist anymore you know yourself there's like you know florence Pugh is legally required to be in every movie now did you know that so it's like you go through these bursts where it's just, um, you know, or when when I saw Jackie Brown, I'm like, oh, my God, Robert Forster. Oh, my God. Where's he been? And you're like, he's he was available. <laughs> it's just yeah. nobody cast him. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Brendan Fraser has been so wonderful, but it's it's kind of lovely. But I actually, Darren, I got a bit of a whiff off the whale. I thought it might. It felt Oscar Beatty and it felt schmaltzy. So. Again, I, I, I went because I, I was like, I want to see how, and I knew I was going in because that's got to be a lot of trauma for someone to get himself that big. But I I had to go see it. I want, I was um really interested and uh yeah, it's it's done really well. And it's kind of like, you know, there's there's things that happen in that that are happening in real life. Like, you know, um yeah. And it's yeah, it just it it well, it just it gets you with on all the emotions. Like I felt like I was watching, uh, like uh, a true story. Um, right, right. But uh, it's really good. Like it's funny. But like one thing I always remember, like the last movie I heard, and I hope the sound doesn't come in there because I, I just was looking it up. But the last movie I remember being advertised as I was walking through, I think, uh, the square or something was uh Brendan Fraser's Furry Revenge when he you know was kind of uh, something with with I've never watched it. But I, it got really. Oh, furry vengeance! The furry cartoon. vengeance. Although the other, <laughs> oh, I said, yeah, he went, uh, yeah, that one. But I thought that killed his career because it was a bad movie. So to find out now that it was, ah, it was down to the fact that a producer time. or an executive in Hollywood was like, oh, you know, making yeah. advances, and he had to 
Like, mm. He got blacklisted because of that. It was the whole, very much, he was one of the, the few male victims of what we saw of, like, I was very public about it anyway. As far as we know. As far as we know uh, of, yeah. of, of Hollywood producers and Hollywood executives going, which is It's so you know, undignified, though, the way, like, even yeah. interviewers, the way they talk to actors. Like, they just feel like they can say anything. Have to you not seen like, the way Vanity yeah, Fair have combated that recently? Vanity Fair have gotten two actors from uh, popular films or right. films that are mm. doing the numbers and they put them together and the actors interview yeah. each other. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, I think that's just a trailer of some There's some loads of them now. Brendan Fraser did one with Adam Sandler. And then you had wow. Colin Farrell did one with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, yeah. There's a load of, different, load of different ones. They're up on the Vanity Fair YouTube channel. I'd watch, watch. that. But it, the, the whale I was a bit, I was a bit kind of standoffish with because Darren Aronofsky is the, uh, is the director. And mm. he's been very much a hit and miss for me over the years. There's a severe la- level of plagiarism I always level on him because of Black mm-hmm. Swan um, being pretty much the same movie as the anime movie Paprika. Uh, or not Paprika, uh, Perfect Blue. Um, <laughs> Paprika is fucking Christopher Nolan's ripoff for Inception. But like Ar- Aronofsky has had hit and misses over the years. Like Aronofsky is responsible mm. for The Fountain, for Pi, for Noah, yeah. Russell Crowe. I liked Pi, uh, The Fountain. I, I thought like, she was going to say, I like Noah. That's just a weird movie. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen Noah. Yeah, you're I right. liked Black Swan. Fountain, I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? The, the Fountain is a is a aesthetically impressive looking film. Black... It looks gorgeous, but yeah. it's a nonsense way. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't understand nonsense. it. I had to go research it online to understand what was it's, going it's, on. It's it's the whole thing about reincarnation. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's the basis of it. Like it's just all about reincarnation. It's uh yeah. It's kind of like a, a an overly wrought version of what dreams may come. Kind of that's kind of where mm. it levels itself at. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I then, just rather watch my dreams make Then he also have he directed Wrecking for a Dream, a film you'll ever only ever watch once because that's it. You're done. You've seen it. That's it. I still haven't watched it. It's in your and head. People it's have done. said to me you should watch it, but like also don't watch it. Yeah, it's it's up there. Like it's one of those rare movies where you go, yeah, I've seen it. It's in the memory banks. I'm good. Never need to do that again. Yeah, I'm good. It's in there. Um, and he directed, like uh, Sleepers is one of them. Sleepers the. Sleeper is the Robert Redford film, or do you? Uh, oh, Kevin Sneep. Bacon. Yeah. Yes, sorry. Yeah, that yeah. one. Oh, am I confusing you know. that with Flatliners? I was, I was, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I was confusing it with Sneakers, which is a Sneakers. Yeah, that too. Oh I got that. I was no, no, Kristen. Like, that was good. No, Kristen Slater wasn't the Sneakers. Robert Redford was Sneakers. Sneakers is the is the NSA hacking film. Did I do yeah, the same yeah. thing as you and put, <laughs> and put Christian Slater in sneakers? I did. Yeah, I just <laughs> want to drink Joe Cola again, that's all. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, so it is, tonight's been a Did you say Joe Cola or Jolt, Joe well, Cola? Well, I'm not going to spoil it, Kim, if that's where you want to. No, Jolt Cola, which is what happened. Jolt Cola. Oh, I heard, Jolt I heard Cola. both. Joel Cole, who used to play for Chelsea, and Joe Cole, what I'm moving right oh, now. Don't you be bringing your football reference. up on this shit. I know, um, sorry. Although Christ. Elon Musk Lord. is thinking of buying Man United. <laughs> <laughs> just go back to making exploding cars that you're not making and are nothing to do. Or just fuck off, really. Just fuck off. Yeah, just, just fuck <laughs> off. Just take a big... Fuck off. Go colonize Mars by yeah. yourself. You and the rover yeah. up there by yourself. Yeah, Don't go and do that. Fuck off. 
Anyway. With your shitty Elden Ring oh, things. Has Folks. anybody... Yeah. Go ahead, Jill. I know it's a problematic... Uh, it's problematic movie things got cancelled in favor of it and it's still going ahead and the star is a bit of a mess but has anybody watched the trailer for the flash yet yeah okay guys i read a sentence on twitter last night it exploded my brain and it said i can't believe they couldn't cancel the flash because it was a load-bearing recon yeah <laughs> Yep. Oh, it's so Amazing. good. Yep. Oh, it has everything right oh, on it. This is why they're still back in it. But yeah, also, your, your man was kidnapping also, kids and they're like, oh yeah, but like lots of things happen. We really need so, to so this is Michael Keaton. Let, let, me, let me just sum this up. And like, so there was a, we were having our, on our WhatsApp group, we were chatting earlier on and or it was actually over the last couple of days. Excuse me, you were talking to somebody else? Yeah. I'm extremely Peter. popular, kid. Oh, yeah, we do know. We've been here this whole... Come on, Anyway, so <laughs> we were chatting back and forth with the lads, and yeah, it was it's it's kind of like the litmus test of will this make it or will this won't won't this make it? Here's the thing, right? Yeah. So the Flash movie, like Jill said, it's, it's load bearing. Like Kim said with the quote, it's load bearing. You not you don't understand how load bearing oh, this is. Yeah, I know. Lego have not released any new DC material in the last year because all of their DC Lego ba- backlog is Flash based. Oh, every single piece of DC Lego is based off this movie. All the new Michael Keaton ba- and it's all Michael Keaton Batman stuff. It's all new Michael Keaton Batman stuff. So it's it's not so much that this is an Ezra Miller film, Miller film, even though there's fucking two of them in this fucking movie. Oh, I I, I didn't like the guy before the fucking controversy. Before this, yeah. Like, I, I thought he's like yeah, he's like the hang- a bit of a twat. You know what it is? He's like the he's like the hanger on shite off the taint of Joss Whedon. That's what he comes off as to me. Yeah. The way he delivers dialogue, the way he talks it's that it's that horrible reminder that at one point we all thought joss whedon was the thing and then he turned out to be a complete scumbag and the way he delivers his dialogue reminds me of that era of of us going he knows everything and all of a sudden no he's a scumbag so i kind of associate ezra miller with that in my brain for some reason but it's just the way he is but i just never liked him as an actor i never liked him in anything that he's in um, well, yeah. I met them. I met them at the doctor when I got my buckle fat removed, obviously, because <laughs> because we're got the same face. But uh, yeah, I like when when all of that was happening. I'm like, how is this film still coming out? And you're like, oh, <laughs> uh, I had to send on a, a timeline of of the shit to the last yeah. because they were like. What had he done? And then I looked at, I found the timeline, sent the timeline on. Yeah, it's just, it's just mental. Isn't yeah. it remarkable how kind of, kind of normalish people would miss so much of this? Because you're never gonna mm. put his barf. Well, yeah, how they, how they would miss like. You might know about his bar fights, but you wouldn't know about the kidnapping or the stalking or the. That's the, it. That's you it. Know? Mm. It's crazy. It's, mm, so this is just, let me just let me just give you a small snippet, right? I know mm-hmm. we we launched into this, and Jill, thank you for bringing this up because I completely forgot. <laughs> I yeah. pushed this to the back of my mind. So 
April 6th, 2020. A video surfaces of Miller appearing to choke a woman and throw her to the ground in a bar in Iceland. Right? Right. Yep. Great start. April 2020. While still in Iceland, Miller invites local musicians to spend time with him. Them. Sorry, because they identify as bipolar. Or bi- yeah. bipolar. Yeah. Non-binary. Sorry, I've had wine. Yes. They identify <laughs> as non-binary. So. Well, he hasn't yet. Or they haven't yet been identified as bipolar. But, but it's still possible. Mm-hmm. You, can, you know, maybe I'm foreshadowing here. But uh, Miller invites local musicians to spend time with them at a hotel. And, and forgive me for my Icelandic connection here when I say this. Lugar Baki, if that's the correct pronunciation. Go for it. While recording music, including an 18-year-old woman who later alleges Miller psychologically abused her, becoming fixated on her breathing capabilities. Breathing, B-R-E-E-D-I-N-G. Yeah, there's a touch of that. Uh, There's a lot of these. There's a nice undercurrent in in, uh, red and black pill communities about breathing and uh, notions that these people think they should be continuing the cycle that yeah. that made the, it's 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 a it's a nice flavor that gets put in from time to time but look for, at how many kids elon musk has they're all like that fucking weird he just gives them serial numbers uh, as names <laughs> so fast forward to march 19 i blame grimes for that one grimes you know what you did um <laughs> grimes did crimes um, the first in a series of legal issues in Hawaii, Miller is arrested for allegedly obstructing a highway in downtown Hilo and refusing to cooperate with police. Yeah. Like that's 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 kind of like down here yeah. compared to the There's someone on a thing, sesh. Right? Yeah. Miller is arrested again in Hawaii less than 10 days later, this time for disorderly conducting a Honolulu karaoke bar after allegedly yelling obscenities, becoming agitated. Miller claims to have been accosted by a Nazi and accused the police of hate crime after they referred to Miller, who was non-binary, as Sir. Okay? And it, right. it goes on like this, all these wacky shit. Um, he, threw, he threw a stool. That's one of them, yeah. He threw a stool and hit a woman in the head. And, yeah. Uh, gashed her head open. Uh, uh, Hilo then, still in Hawaii, couple of finds a, files a restraining order against Miller, alleging that the star burst into the couple's bedroom, yep. threatened to kill them, Stole a wallet and a passport. The restraining order was yeah. dropped several weeks later. Like this dude went off on a, a rage thing for like two yeah. years straight, like mm-hmm. all the way up to like April, August of twenty twenty two. Like, which is nuts. Like, mm-hmm. and yet because, as you say, Kim, from that tweet, the Flash is such a load bearing movie. They can't mm-hmm. not but put it out there, which is yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Mind-boggling, because if you consider what Warner Brothers have done over the last year, putting and literally carving out chunks of their media mm. off HBO Max, off the schedule of release, Batgirl is completely gone. And if you go back to Brendan Fraser, who was playing Firefly in that film, yeah. he said, he it, was said like, it was a, cr- a cracking film, and yet it's never going to yeah. see the light of day now. Oh. Tax reasons or something for that. Like, if you think about it, they now Pounds. have... They have a, they have a movie... They have a Batgirl film that has an Oscar-nominated actor in the lead role as the villain. And they are not going to release that over a film that has an, a, 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 an actor who has a history of abusive, ridiculous behavior, criminal behavior. He's playing mm-hmm. two different roles in that one movie. 
they are releasing that film over another film where they have an Oscar nominated actor in. That, still that's... working with J.K. Rowling as well. Oh, like that's a whole different podcast right there talking about. We're that not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Now look, we can just sum it up and just say fuck turfs, just straight up. Like, fuck that. Fuck turfs. Fuck them. Here to the world. Fuck them. But and anyone that supports them as well. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, like it's just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I do want to end on a high note that I think we're okay. now going to adapt a new, a new kind of rephrasing of a of a term. Thanks to D Man. Earlier on, D Man okay. said that he never thought that the whale would be inside it. And this is not me slagging off D Man because I think this is an amazing new nod to Swayze and also a new use yeah. of a phrase. Instead of saying the whale was not within his wheelhouse, he said the whale was not within his roadhouse. And I think we definitely need to adapt that going forward. That if something is not in our roadhouse, that it's not something that we adhere to. And not good, yeah. Yeah. Well, again, we've sat and we've watched and we've commented on that. So, you know, any chance to get roadhouse roadhouse mentioned? Uh, If it's not not within your roadhouse, it's not within your interest, folks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Shout out Fred Bledge. (laughs) <laughs> we love you friends um, this has been podcast we're just over the two hour mark we're gonna jump into it this is yeah fun folks i've had all the wine i so have oh, i i've literally had all the wine i've not left i've had all the water um, i've learned my lesson no drink me no <laughs> folks until the next time i will say this Shout out to our sponsors, Dublin City Comics and Dakota Irish. Go check out our latest episode of Sorcery Shenanigans on YouTube. Give us a like and a subscribe. Please. I will tell you, we are definitely within your roadhouse if this is the type of shit that you want to listen to and watch. Um, go, do go check out our Sorcery Shenanigans installments over on our YouTube channel and also where you can find all podcasts. Uh, this has been podcast I've been Wayne. I've been Kim. Up and Darren. Yeah. We're out of here. Roadhouse. Peace.